0: You know, it's funny, like John Suntress has said to me a few times, it's like when he does panels, he's like, I make it clear nobody's allowed to record my panels. That's my intellectual property. You can't record my panels.
1: Hmm. No, that's his privilege.
0: Right. And and, and in fairness, it's funny because I've heard some people get pissed about it and I'm like, yeah. The only Um, thing I said to John is, the only thing I said to John is, well, what if I'm recording it for my own personal use? And I'm not planning on putting it anywhere where anybody else can see it except me.
1: Yeah, or you go you, you, if you want to live tweet bullet points, you can do that.
0: Yeah, and that's the funny part that I kind of laugh about is you're almost better off doing that. But people take video because they're thinking they're cool and they're they're giving you live on the scene. You know, yeah. I mean, by by Ivan's logic, that time I went, those times I like went like last year when I went to go see Hugh Jackman, and I pretty much put a couple of songs up from Hugh Jackman because I was watching him live and I put them on my Facebook by Ivan's theory. I owe Hugh Jackman money.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, I know, like, well, that, like I said, when I saw Weird Al uh, a couple times in the last few years, well, actually, just the one time. Um, was, it, was it two years ago? It was three, two years ago. But anyway, I don't know. there are people who are like, there was a dude in front of me, like, recording, like, every song on his phone. I'm like, dude, just put it down and enjoy the show. I took a couple of quick still shots at the end just to put, you know, for, you know, to get the likes and social media and all that. But I didn't record any video.
0: I did. I did for J-Lo and I did for Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I picked certain songs.
1: Yeah. That's that's the thing, cool thing, too. Or last year when me and Ivan went and saw the Cybertronic Spree at the Beat Kitten kitchen mm-hmm. i've i've got those some of those youtube i've watched one somebody in my show recorded those a mm-hmm. couple of those songs and i play them back on through youtube It's like man it's mm-hmm. like living back you no know, they did a couple of really good uh, mm-hmm. tracks like i'm replaying them
0: yeah so yeah like i said i, I don't know it, it it's funny we were talking about this now with the intellectual property thing because it's weird because it's like there it's especially now with with phones because it's weird because it's like okay where's the fine line of what's legit and what's not and what's okay and what's not like i said to you before we came on um like you know i went to a show it's like oh you know you put on facebook live you know you you play a song or two it's okay now if you're gonna live stream the entire freaking show although then again let me ask you this what's the difference between that and if i like live stream an entire fireworks show
1: well, fireworks most of the time admission is free.
0: I, I mean, guess that's true. It's, it's in
1: the air. It's it's pretty much public domain when you shoot it up in the air. It's like, hey, look yeah, at me. Yeah, that's true.
2: It's
1: like, yeah, although we have a our local municipality,
3: they mm-hmm. charge
1: admission to be at the because there's a ground show oh, at the finale. Well, at the there end. you go. But mean, wow. most people can see from around. Yeah, the, all the up in the, in the area. The big stuff that goes up in the air. But Do you there's... really want
0: to be around for the ground show?
1: No, because it's just a bunch <laughs> of little stuff, and
0: well, and God forbid, it ever goes wrong.
1: You know, you give the, you put the plastic up like the Gallagher concert. The plastic will protect okay. you from the uh, from the flames and the and the explosions. It will. Sure, it will. Yeah.
0: I don't think so.
1: Work to now, uh, protect you against is... the sludge matic from Gallagher. The
0: other thing is. The other thing is. Is, you know, it's the part where it's like, okay, if you're all the way in there watching that stuff and then it's time to go, then you gotta yeah. wait forever to get out of the parking lot. And everyone lot. wants to
1: get out of the parking lot at the same time. And, oh, yeah. God. Oh,
0: yeah. And the worst part is, you always, is one of the few, it's like, because you wanna stick around and be like, forget it, we'll just hang here for a bit and who cares. But there's always the one person who's like, I oh, come on, let's go. Or right it's when it's over, bu- yep. Or it's too buggy. Or, unfortunately, it's like somebody's got to go to the bathroom suddenly and like all the porta-potties or anything is gone and like you got to go. That's like, jeez. Uh, Not that it's going to help you if you get to the car because you're going to be stuck. You're um, waiting
1: to get out. Yeah. yeah. But you
0: always have the one person where it's it's either too buggy or the one person just like, come on, let's go. And it's just like, yeah. why?
1: I guess you know? the movies in the park because starting up in Chicago. They'll be showing yeah. movies in the park. And they canceled the Chicago Marathon in October.
0: And Soldier Field. I guess Soldier Field's doing movies, right? Nice. Is that what the deal is? That'd be cool. I think. I don't know. I don't...
1: Yeah. I was just... Well, I was just thinking about Kelly Preston the other day because... Yeah. There was a... Drove past the, the local outdoor here, and they had an Arnold double feature, which was... Twins and I forget the other one. It wasn't Kindergarten Cop. It was another oh, one. Oh no! It wasn't it? was kind of actiony? Might I forget which Arnold it wanted
0: was. Was it Arissa?
1: Might have been the either the Running Man or it wasn't Terminator or Conan. It was some other okay. one. Might have been Kindergarten Cop or and Twins because they're really going family oriented. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was like, who was in Twins? That hot chick was in Twins. Who was the love interest for Arnold? And it was, it was Kelly, Kelly Preston. Present. I was like, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and then she's yeah, in, in that one today. scene,
0: and then she's in Jerry Maguire, and she's years later, and she's absolutely—you know—they have the one scene in the and mm-hmm. the press box, and then she punches him. At, she punches out Tom Cruise <laughs> um, and Jerry Maguire. So yeah, but and for um, that alone,
1: her, we uh, salute you. Uh, yeah, uh, seriously. Rest in peace, uh,
0: Kelly. Um, well, the amazing thing is. She had a career. John Travolta had a career, and they were together. And they were both in Hollywood for how many? years? Like two decades, right?
1: Yeah, they had three almost kids. Three,
0: almost three, right? Well, and one of them died, though. Right? That's yeah,
1: I yeah. One of them died it as it a was seizure or something. They were on vacation or something. Some,
0: yeah, something, yeah, something crazy. Very like story that, tragic. But... Yeah, yeah they were no, together a long time. But you don't hear a lot about stuff like that. You don't hear about two couple like two people like with that kind of longevity for Hollywood, for something like that, for, no. for, for stars no, or something Because we all like hear that. about,
1: like, like, how many times J-Lo got married or how many times, yeah. you know, Liz Taylor or whatever. You know, right, yeah. marriages, I mean, you know.
0: I mean, there are, and even so, there are a few where it's like, okay, that one seems like it's going to last. And every, you know, then they get to about 10, wait, 8 to 10 years and it's like, and you're like, oh, really? Wow, yeah, that I sucks. Think,
1: or the thing with uh, Goldie Hawn and, uh.
0: Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, they've been be. together
1: for, for like 50 years now.
0: <laughs> yeah, they've been together a long, <laughs> yeah, long time.
1: Yeah, a long time. Since the 70s, I think. Early 80s, I forget. Something
0: like that. Yeah. yeah. I want to say 80s. I Something lasted 80s. like
1: that. Some Celebrity marriages, they, they rarely last that long. So
0: It's like now it's like, because really in reality, like the Bruce the Bruce Willis Demi, Demi Moore one did go for a while. It just was all of a sudden then it was poof, just like that. Boom. You know, I remember
1: I was in broadcasting school, and when Burton Lonnie broke up, and that was the yeah, big that line. was the thing. Yeah, that was the that big was head. yeah, that was a huge bombshell.
0: Yeah, she is
1: hmm. Lonnie <laughs> wow, Anderson. She
0: still alive, Lonnie Anderson? She's still around. Maybe I don't know. Maybe she kind of disappeared after yeah. a while. But you know that it's funny you say that. I um, what was I? I think I said the other day on my Facebook that I wanted to. My goal was to be a six-time winner of the Buckeye Newshawk Award. Uh, um, hmm. Mike doesn't get the reference. No, I don't. Okay, absolutely not. Les that Les been the the news guy from WKRP, he was his big claim to fame was he was a five he was a five-time winner of the Buckeye News Buckeye News off News Hawk <laughs> Award. <laughs> okay. Um, I I don't look if you're a radio guy, you pretty much love that well most most radio guys love that show um
1: I was a little too young to appreciate it when it aired I mean it was it was around you know it was in, in reruns mm-hmm. I remember but I never you know I never liked it's even it funnier because...
0: it's even funnier once you've been in radio yeah to watch it in back like like the guy on Sunday morning like the Reverend little Ed who's like the professional wrestler, And he's selling, he's selling like the Dead Sea, uh, shower curtains. (laughs) And it's like, it's like, and you're like, I know those people. I know all those people. They were, they were all on every station that I worked on. Um. So how was your week? How was your,
1: how was your weekend and all that?
0: Uh, how was my weekend? Um, quiet. Kind of quiet. Um.
1: That is some nice really weather, gotta, although it finally got nice uh, for Sunday. It was it was really warm last week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I did a lot of storytelling last week. Um, I was out, like, virtually. Did a lot of storytelling last week. Um, I did one Monday during the day, and then I was at some place called Do Not Submit on Wednesday night, and I've been, I been—I was there, and I did, like, a seven-minute piece, um, and then I i didn't tell, but I went to go see The Moth, which is the competitive one that I've been looking at, thinking about trying to get into, and check that out, and then um, Friday morning, I was in a, I was at a group called The Cocoon, and I did another piece, so I, I've been out doing some storytelling. Um, I just never know what I'm going to go, hey, I'll be, like, at the last minute, sometimes the last minute thing, otherwise I would give more Dates and details on the squares page But usually it's kind of like a last minute thing So I've been out Virtually doing a bunch of storytelling shows And it's been It's been kind of a blast It's been a lot of fun um,
1: See any movies you know, or any anything Of note
0: uh, Anything new um, My problem is new At this point New is harder than it's been in a while because yeah, like-
1: New content is hard to come by
0: Unless you Later. get, I, I almost hate to say it, it's like, I almost need to get, like, a new service. You know, like, I either need to go get, like, Netflix or I need to get Amazon to get yeah, something new. Yeah, the new content is
1: out there, but it's just, you gotta look for it a little bit.
0: Right, or Hulu or something like that. It's like, I almost have to go get one of those to get anything. I mean, there's just not.
2: Yeah,
1: now that we're in this drought of new content, I think. Maybe there's some things we need to scratch off the list of, uh, shows yeah. that maybe we should have latched onto.
0: Right. Right. And I think that's where I'm at too. Like the, it's, uh, that's the other thing. That's kind of where I'm at too, where it's like, okay, you know, maybe now's the time to finally get to breaking bad. Now's, I mean, um, because that, that I can get to, yeah. like breaking bad. I've only watched Madden. the last two
1: episodes and I, I've been meaning to maybe someday go back and watch from the beginning because I've heard nothing but good things about it.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I like Brian Cranston. I like Brian Cranston back in the day. And this is going to make me sound bad. I like Bar- Brian Cran- Cranston back in the day from Malcolm in the Middle when he was the dad, yeah. uh, Malcolm's dad. And it's amazing to see the transformation of where he is now. Um, and I, and I, it was funny. He did a movie with Kevin Hart. And I can't remember who else it was.
1: Yeah, I it was some remember the like, name it. I found some dramedy.
0: Yeah. Where he was a it disabled was
1: person. Yeah.
0: Right. And it was good where he was a yeah. disabled person. Yeah. And yeah, Kevin Hart was uh ended up being like the nanny type guy. And it was pretty good. It was fun. It was it was interesting. It wasn't all comedy either. It was yeah. it was kind of it was a nice it was a nice movie. It was pretty good for both of them. You know, Kevin Hart got to stretch his legs a little bit as much as he could. You know, he's kind of short. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> well, you know, kind of he's I just wrong. more than just a one-note. You know, he's he can yeah. he have some range, you know.
0: Right, and, and eventually that always seems to happen, huh. I think, right? Um, yeah, I – anyway. but hey, By the way, welcome to Squares the Roundtable Podcast. We didn't actually welcome. that. Welcome. Want to wait. Yes. Yes. Uh, 108. It's this, not
1: a, yeah, 108 degrees next week.
0: Yeah, seriously, <laughs>
2: wow.
0: Yeah, obviously, I'm Jeff Stein, and with me is Mike Boyle. Greetings. Uh, and Ivan Vera is, may
1: or may not be joining us. I don't know. Yeah, we'll find Mike out. Mike Edwin's
0: on the board. I'm keeping. You know.
1: Yeah, we're Jive and Ivan is possibly in the ether somewhere. We're going to try and find him, and uh-huh. pull him from the internet into our. We podcast. could have a seance. Yeah,
0: we could.
1: Uh, we could
0: have a seance. We could like pull take out a, like a four.
1: Couple of. Uh, Pat Boone records and burn them in a pentagram and see if we can summon him. <laughs> now he's Pat, he's yeah, Pat, a, Pat he's made 45. his peace with Pat Boone, I guess. Has he? Yeah, he's he says he's found a couple of deep cuts from when he used to do, and he said he really liked them. So, but that's how I'd get him. And every time he'd he'd be late to the radio station, I would just play April Love by Pat Boone on a loop, and that would just drive <laughs> him nuts uh, as he's driving into the station. During the show. Oh,
0: that's cold. It is. Yeah. That that is. Uh...
1: And it didn't even have to be in the month of April. So, so anyway, we'll, Ivan will be joining us hopefully later in the show. But uh, in the meanwhile, well, at least anything else I know, we'll we'll talk about Stargirl. I got caught up uh, last week, and man, that show that that does no right being as good as it is. I, in my opinion, I'm enjoying it a lot.
0: I, my, like I said, my biggest concerns. Well, we'll talk. I guess we can talk about it later. But my biggest concerns are. With it going to CW is budget, it gonna it's, lose? if it's going to yeah. suffer budget wise yeah what what are we going to end up losing because because of that and yeah. and I'm not sure and that's that that's the frustrating part yeah. is is we, yeah, we the, don't know it's like we're the
1: lose. like uh, stripes uh, the giant robot in the garage you know it's just sitting back there like the last two or three episodes no we had last, we saw it a bit Uh, Two episodes ago, and now it's just been, like, in the training room. Oh, incoming call from Ivan Rivera. Ha! Let's see if we can... Come on, man.
3: You're late. (laughs) Good evening. I could always leave. I didn't hear the phone. Oh, okay. You didn't hear the
1: phone? Oh, I tried the Skype. I was skyping uh, multiple times after seven thirty. But okay, well, welcome, Ivan. How you doing?
3: Yes, yes, I'm doing good. Good, good.
1: Uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, we we're talking about Star Girl. Uh, yeah, the, the budget constraints of it coming to CW is going to be a problem. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully not. But we'll see. So, Ivan, how you been? How was your week?
3: Uh, my week was good. I mean, not 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 real eventful. Just kind of. Uh, Leaning back and just uh, going through the records and uh, just uh, getting things together, you know, as uh, the endless quest of uh, weeding out the fat of my collection. Boy, oh boy! Yeah. So yeah, so just got done, uh, just got done uh, doing all of my fifties records. So now I'm just, I'm about to go through my. Uh, my Chicago uh, records and next are going to be doing all my doo-wop records. So it'll be interesting to see how many dubs and trips I have all over the place. As far as like extra music goes, I'm about to uh, send a care package to my friend, uh, Steve majors. Hey, uh, shout out to Steve C majors. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm getting him a care package uh, stuffed with a whole bunch of really nice doubles that I, uh used in my uh in my djing career and uh so i mean they still play great and everything and i just i don't need i don't need uh you know three or four copies of the same record you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean i'm always upgrading sure you and, do uh, nah. uh, no i don't
0: <laughs> yes, you do.
3: well ivan
1: doesn't display them he plays them
0: I I
2: play it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I you mean, want a really,
1: I, really mint copy for when you want a special occasion or whatever, and you want to one ready on the go,
2: right? So, exactly. A duplicate,
1: so, a backup.
0: So, so yeah, but, for for other, for the people listening, Ivan, you said you
3: you you
0: kind of cleared up your entire fifties collection, right? Right. How many records is that?
3: Okay, uh that's roughly in the area of five thousand records. Just a See 50s? that's what I
0: that's that's the part you need to explain to people. People don't understand when we're talking about you have a record collection. You have a record collection. He sure does. I mean, like you know, people think like they, they say to me, like, Oh, Jeff, Ivan can't have records stacked all over all, all over his apartment. I said, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he can. Yeah, he can
1: You seen his Instagram? I, I mean that's his
3: that's true when you, exactly when you when you see the stuff on uh on the twitch tv or the instagram pictures or you look at my facebook pictures yeah that's the deal that's the real deal and uh yeah i have records stacked all over the place i mean i gotta be, i've got to do i got the doo-wops the do wop the spanish and the Motown stuff here in the room here in the bedroom i have uh i have 15 crates you know, tubs, big big black and yellow tubs, mm-hmm. you know, filled to the brim with all manner of different genres and different decades. Uh, I also have clear plastic tubs also filled with, <laughs> in fact, uh, I uh, as of right now, and, you know, before I realized that it was 8 o'clock, I'm like, oh, my gosh, why haven't my buds called me yet? And I was in the middle of, you know, going through my black label 50s records and uh, okay, now a lot of people have a way of, uh, of of categorizing records. Some do it by year, some do it by label, some do it by decade. Uh, for me, in order to weed out the doubles and such, I do it by I do it by color label color. So you know, so you know, in other words, red, white, green, orange, blue, light blue light green, you know. Yeah, but and the genres
1: I, don't always match the color. So didn't that uh, make it confusing?
3: No, what happens is that, you know, being in the 1950s, what I do is what happens is once I get all the colors lined up, then I separate the artist, then I separate, you know, then I separate the genre. And from there, that's when everything goes to their respective places. You know, that's why, you know, I stay within a decade frame. Instead of trying to go across, you know, cross decades, because then that would lead to a world of confusion, you know, because you also have a situation, you know, when you have when you have a situation where you uh, uh, go ahead and you try to, you know, work out that type of system. I mean, it's it's everybody's got their method of madness to doing certain things. Some when you try to explain it to other people, it almost seem like you're MacGyvering certain things. This is my MacGyver system of organization. There is a method to my madness, and it works because what happens is that as I'm putting the records all in the same color key, I'm noticing that yeah, all right, some of the some of the artists you know end up coming up in the doubles and in the triples, and then once I've separated those artists that's what i find i do have indeed two three sometimes four records of varying different conditions and so what i do is then i separate you know i separate the a class which the a class is the display class the b class is the uh, the work class that's the class that goes out on the road with me and then what happens if I end up losing any of the B-class records to things wearing out or breaking or stuff. And then I, then I go ahead and I grab the A-class until, you know, until further notice. And uh, then what I do is I play it forward to new um, disc jockeys who are looking for particular records. Then I put out what I call the C-class, which is, you know, the ones that are out of circulation. And those are the ones that I give. And, they usually of they usually of uh, very good to uh, to mint minus quality, which actually they still have a lot of life to them, especially if they're made out of the pure vinyl product and not the uh, the styrene product, which is a compound of uh, of a harder plastic and a wax, which has a tendency of breaking down after you know fewer plays. Uh, you know, basically, it's the cheaper of the two. Uh, pressing. Some people will swear by styrene. Me myself, my personal preference, if I could find it on a uh, on a vinyl, an actual uh, plastic copy, uh, I would rather have that. But a lot of times, you get a lot of labels that just bypass that um, product. They bypass that that uh, that that uh, that vinyl and they go right straight to the styrene. And then you just have to uh, you have to pick and choose your battles with it. Because the styres though, may look good on the surface. Uh, don't always play as well once you put the needle down in them. Because they don't show up on the top of the surface uh, just how worn out they truly are. They'll still look shiny. They'll still look great. But then you'll drop the needle in them. And then they're just like they're tore up on the inside from, you know, overplaying or wear and tear or the wrong size needle or, you know, the needle that's too heavy. And it just—it's totally distorted and just very, very hard to work with. I make an allowance for certain styrenes depending on age and availability until I can get a better copy, or if indeed I end up having the luck of the draw, which happens a lot with me, where I end up getting, you know, minty uh, styrene records, to which then I lighten up the needle uh, weights. You know the tonearm weights, and then I play usually them. use that
0: when I floss, by the way.
3: Yeah, you know. <laughs> so that way, you know, I play with a lighter needle. They have a little bit more, they have a little bit more life to them if I do it. This so way. you're
1: having, so you're 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 going through the collection, but is the problem? Are you having the problem where like I thought I had this record, but I'm not finding it, so now I got to add it to my wanted list.
0: You know what? Well, There's this thing I even needs. It's called a spreadsheet.
3: Well, that I do have, I do have, I do have a bash book. I call it the bash book. Basically, uh, I go ahead and I'll uh, I'll go through my my books in my music library, and I'll go to total total uh, discographies of a particular artist that I really like, and I'll I'll set them out, or I'll you know when if I you know. Or when I find it on a place like Global Dog Productions, which Global Dog Production out of Finland has probably got the most complete discography of multiple labels yeah. in the but world. But are you
1: finding that? I mean, are you encountering that, or like, oh, I don't have this. I gotta, you know, you as you're eliminating records from your collection, you're like, oh, I want that.
3: Yes, I do, and. <laughs> Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. A, a case in point was, okay, I, I think if you saw my, uh, I think I put it out on, um, I think I put it out on Facebook today, okay, there, the Dalton, the Dalton, which actually started as Dolphin first before, after issue number two, the name was changed to Dalton. And what happened was that the lower, you know, the higher number of Daltons, one, two, three, four, five, and six, are the harder ones to get. So I finally came across after twenty three years, uh Dalton number four from Seattle, Washington, which was a little known record called I I you know, I have an angel by little Bill in the blue notes, which uh it's not something that comes along every day.
0: Oh, and I thought Dalton it, was the artist.
2: Dalton's
1: no, the no, record label. You sent that to the PM. You didn't put it uh publicly.
3: Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So, what they did was, yeah, Dalton is the label, uh, and it fascinates me. You know, music labels, you know, record labels, have always fascinated me. You know, the the graphic art designs, the colors, the the the, the thought process that went into creating the labels. Some, and you can also, you know, run the progress of a particular label, you know, through there through the way it it kind of changes over time a lot of the earlier labels like if a label is just starting like say for example a record label like say okay let's just say all right i'm starting a record label Jiven. okay so Jiven has a regular little font on a blue label with silver print okay that's what my that's what my company can afford to print it's just that very simple font color and print as time goes on and I start releasing more records, I'm finding, Oh yeah, well, I got more money. Let's get more fancy. So I changed the font. I changed the colors. I changed the print. And Yeah, then, but
0: can't that I would think that that'd that be a lot easier now with digital printing over new records.
3: Well, you know, because because back then, you know, it was all like done. Back then. Yeah, but back now, then. But, but now you can replicate everything with digital printing. That's, uh, believe it or not, uh, records made nowadays, that's how, That's what tends to confound uh, a lot of non-seasoned record collectors because they think, oh, man, this is minty, this is night. And then they find out they have uh, a, a boot or, or a counterfeit
1: AKL, of that
3: yeah. of, you know, or a knockoff. And then you're just like, oh my gosh, I just pay. And you know, why are they why is this record that's worth, you know, two thousand dollars going for ten bucks? And then upon further inspection, you find it's you gotta, been booted. Yeah. yeah. It's been booted. Yeah, the, but if uh, you want
0: to play, if you just want to play it,
3: if you just want to play it, it's great. And I have right. no hang-ups. I have no hang-ups because you know what? The people out there are. The, the, the problem is, is that
0: they were charging two to three thousand. If they're charging yeah. ten bucks.
3: Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go pay ten bucks to have a classic record because when the people are out there dancing, they're not looking at the label. They're not looking at what is on it. They're listening to the music, and that's what's important to me. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I have a lot. I have a good deal of, especially in my duop collection. Yes, I have a lot of boots, but that's because I'm not about to go ahead and, you know, pay out the nose for. Uh, for a flamingo's forty five on chance, you know, red red uh red vinyl copy for three, four, five, ten thousand dollars. I don't got that kind of money. But if somebody oh, booted you it you know, but somebody booted mm-hmm. no, no. I, I I've never I've never spent any real nominal amount of money. In fact I will tell you honestly, I think uh the most I've ever spent on any one record purchase was a hundred dollars. $100. That's the most
1: you've ever spent on a, on a record was it an album or a 45
3: It was an album okay. and uh, that was uh, that was Lynn Hope it was a uh, it was a um, it was an album from Aladdin from 1952 uh, 12 inch 12 tracks and I found it at um, I found it at uh uh what was it? I found it at a bookstore, I think. I don't remember yeah. offhand. Yeah. But all I know is yeah, it was either pull the trigger on it or I'm never gonna see it again. It's right. one of those kind of moments. Yeah.
1: Well, I know and I've I like- taken you to the flea markets and you found some albums, you thumb your nose at like ten dollar, twelve dollar albums. It's like, you know, you've been you're you're on a budget and you're just right. after the 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 songs. You're not after finding right. like a collector, you know.
3: Well, see, I, I mean, you know, you got, there, there are different types of collectors. You have the ones, you know, mint and seal, box, no creases, no nothing. It's got to be perfect before I plunk down two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000 on it. You got collectors that are satisfied with a little yellowing, a little crinkling, and a little this, a little that. They just want to have it. And then you got those that they want to have it, and they just want to play it. So they're, they're not going to go ahead and pay an astronomical amount of money. It's just because they want to play with it. Same with me. Same with record collectors, you know. Uh, yeah, me, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a player, okay? As far as the records are concerned, they get played. I drop them on my turntable. I have fun with them. I record them. I share them. They go out there. I You know, after hours when I'm not doing Twitch television or I'm not DJing out on the road or whatever, and I'm in the house, and I listen to the rec- I listen to my record collection extensively. I do, uh, because it's one of the things that you know I love, and it's one of the things that I'm very passionate about. And you know, it's a much bigger story than we have time to tell here. But uh, just to conclude this uh, subject matter, that yeah, uh, you know, everybody's got a passion for something and for me i don't need to spend all of that kind of money to fulfill my passion if i had the choice between the minty fresh you know two thousand dollar is minty and, and and it's the original genuine article with the genuine uh, matrix numbers in the wax and the seals and blah 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 or i could get the same record for 10 bucks and put it on my turntable and play it and it makes for happy, and if it sounds good, I'm satisfied. I'm not a snob, you know? I'm, I, I'm, I'm not like that, you know, as far as my record collection has been concerned. Some of my records have characters, some they click, some they crackle, some they, you know, they've they been through a little bit, but, you know, uh, it's almost as though as I have an automatic noise reduction system in my brain, and I can zero-wind past all of that and just listen to the music for what it is, and you know, see, but I come from a time and place where listening to music, listening to rec- music on records, has was the thing to do. But now with all of the technology and everything that's out there, with with downloads and 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 Mix Cloud and and people doing things on the internet, well, you and you your MP3s, uh. yeah, well, MP3s, or you know, or back when CDs were the vogue, or when MDs were the vogue, or all of that, you know. It's just like, and and you, you go ahead and you play those records now, you know. And yeah, you'll get the you'll get the you'll get the the usual response. It eh, sounds a little, you know, sounds a little distorted, sounds a little staticky. But then you know, once you give it a chance and you listen to the dynamics of it, and you listen to the feel of it and the warmth of it and just the the uh the, 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 the interplay you have with it of just dropping it in the groove and just watching it do its you know, spin its magic, if you will, you know, forgive the pun. But and you know, that to me gives me a great amount of joy. And when I'm in a club and people are watching me spin records and they're like, Wow, you're a real DJ. You're playing records, you're not doing the Serato off the computer with the controllers and all of that, and again, not, now I'm going to say it one more time. I'm not hating on you cats who do the the the, the, the digital thing. Okay, I am not a hater. I've He's never been hating. a hater. I've never been a hater. Okay, as far as like he just crushes that, a lot. Well, you know, if you learned, if that's the way you learned it, and if that's the way you want to bring it out there, and you feel good with it, and you're confident in it, man, bless you for perpetuating music. It needs to be. It needs to be perpetuated. It needs to be put out there. It needs to be heard in whatever way, shape, or form. Because, you know, uh, a lot of things have happened in the last 30, 40 years that a lot of the original music on its original form has either deteriorated or disappeared. I mean, the, uh, the great universal fire of 2008, which wiped out so much music, which now... Is in the hands of those collectors who are holding on to those minty fresh, forty fives and albums, and you know the yeah. warehouses well, now where they've thousands. been
1: released. You know they've take a, a, a rare print of a forty five and they've released it digitally to the right. ether. Now it's out they, there they, for everyone for they, forever.
3: They, forever. See, so I mean uh, the uh, the Smithsonian Institution has a department where they're uh, busy. Um, replacing
1: the CDs because they found out CDs aren't forever.
3: Exactly. Not only that, uh they're taking 78s and they're transferring them to a digital form so those records will not be lost, you know, and that will be around forever. Speaking of uh things that are lost, I have some heartbreaking news. Uh Herb the um the Cool Jed Kent, one of the uh one of the patriarchs of Chicago radio uh, they had an estate sale and they're selling off all of his all of his belongings including his record collection uh, his antique radio collection and I, and I sit back and I think here's a man who for decades has been on the um, the path of putting new artists out there in the 50s, in the 60s, in the 70s, who has always held a torch for the good music of the state of Chicago and everywhere he's ever broadcasted. Well, I'm, well, thinking, I'm sure
1: some of it's going to go to a museum. No, uh, uh-uh.
3: nope. no, nope. They're selling it outright, hmm? outright. And so wow. I, I wrote, I wrote, um, <laughs> I wrote a passage on the Facebook page, and it's, the short story says, you know, had we had. A Chicago museum that would enshrine all of the wonderful history that is Chicago music. I mean, far yeah, beyond. We have a broadcast
1: the, museum, but not a music.
0: I was just say we have the what, Bruce yeah. Demonts Broadcast
3: Museum downtown. Oh yeah, well we have yeah we have the Museum of Broadcast Communications, which is a wonderful institution, and I have much respect for it. I have uh, I have provided funds for it in years past. And I just think to myself, why haven't anyone done the same thing with our music? Because every year that goes by, another piece of the history dies with someone, or disappears into dumpsters, or disappears into old file cabinets, or just people die off and the and the stories go away with them. I think there are those people who have gone ahead and taken the extra step and preserved the uh, history. Uh, One good example, Robert Feeder, you know, shout out to you, Robert, who has written books on Chicago doo-wop and Chicago soul. And, of course, there are other artists who have done the very same thing with different Chicago um, infamera as far as, like, um, radio and television and music. But I'm thinking, why can't we have a place we can walk in much like the um, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, because Chicago's music has been known for not just blues, because everybody associates Chicago with the blues. We were more than just blues. We were rhythm and blues. We were soul. We were hip-hop. We were rap. We were, um, we were jazz. We were pop music. We were ethnic music in this city. Uh, and all of it has not been addressed in any real major detail, At all? Well, some books have been written. Well, yeah, some books have been written, but Mm -hmm. you know, uh, unless you uh, go to Amazon and you get the you get the books, you know, the audio books, and you listen to those stories, or actually pick up a real book and read those stories, but to be able to go ahead into an institution where you could walk in and you could look at the hundreds of thousands of wonderful photographs uh, by by Daryl Richardson who made up the vast majority of the wonderful Chess Checker and Argo covers that adorn so many wonderful albums. I mean, uh, to be able to listen to the voice of Willie Dixon in his opening um, speech as you walked into the old Chess Records building, to be able to Uh, Go up to one of of several microphones that all the great singers from Little Walter to Sonny Boy Williamson to Ahmad Jamal to Muddy Waters, you know, to Little Walter, the Spaniels, the Moonglows, the Flamingos. I could go on and on and on. It just doesn't seem to me, it just does not seem right that the legacy of Herb Kent will only be now remembered through a series of maybe books, some media that's going to deteriorate over time, you know, the records that people know of him, the people who he touched through his radio show, much like in the same way as Richard Peggy, who, you know, and and so many others. See, I feel that so much of our musical history has gone to the wayside because either... People just don't feel for it, don't care about it, or just don't know enough about it to preserve it. So, I mean, I had this conversation with PJ, my friend, back in 1992 and how we both were thinking someday it would be wonderful to have such a place to go to. And here it is. It's 2020. And the only inkling of such a thing that's ever come to pass was – the idea that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the people from Cincinnati, were going to come to Chicago and set up Cincinnati. a news. Cle- uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. OK. See, I don't think so much of it. I don't even know where it's at anymore.
1: It's in uh, Toledo. Uh,
3: it's definitely yeah. not in Cincinnati. Well, whatever. That's where Kenner uh, came from. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So the point of the matter That's is.
0: That's where the Reds are. <laughs> yeah. And the so I just,
1: well, right. maybe someday, Ivan. Never say never, but you know, maybe things well, are like silent. this are
3: cyclical. Maybe it'll come back someday. Well, I mean, who knows? I oh, might be surprised nice. when you know when I might be surprised someday when I'm when I'm very gray and I'm very old and hunched over with my cane and I look down Michigan Avenue and I'll look up and uh, and then look and say, well, at least we have a blues museum. Hi. Hey, how's it going, people? Oh. Yeah.
1: So I saw that you had a bit of insomnia a couple of days ago.
3: Yeah, I did. i uh, i had a I had a bad stomach going on, and um, I just uh, I was feeling pretty terrible. So I was just uh, getting up and just going on the uh, the internet and just kind of hanging out until the waves passed and everything. Because I, I really hate to do the the pink liqueur, I am not a fan of the pink chocolate liqueur, so, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was just feeling kind of crummy, and, and just, you know, uh, just, just you know, I guess I had just a little bit too much butter in my food, so, kind of came back to haunt me, so, I, and, I, and I keep, you know, wanting not to acknowledge that I'm getting older, and that I can't eat the things I used to eat, I can't, do some of the things I used to do, but my my my, my spirit is willing, but my body won't always remind me, uh-uh-uh. So I just tend to just, you know, do more harm than good, and no. I just gotta try to be better about well, I'm that. I'm glad you're but, feeling better. Oh, no, I feel fine. I feel great. Uh, just sent off my uh, let's-get-check uh, box, and uh, so far, you know, I've been negative for COVID, which is good. Yeah, my, no. my
1: brother-in-law had a scare. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, they went to uh, a family reunion in Indiana, oh. and they came back from work. And his first day back from work after vacation, yeah. he was at the front door, and he failed his temperature test, so he sent him home. So uh-huh. he had to get tested, and like two or three days later, he got his results, and he was negative, so he had to go back to work. But it was like, oh, a couple of days, I was like, oh, my God. And yeah. you, know, you know, family that, be all that, like like that, what, that,
0: what, if, what if there's the a problem. super
1: spreader or something like that. I'm like, oh my god.
0: There's the problem. He went to Indiana. Why would you <laughs> That's where his family's well, yeah. at well, I, I, Okay, <laughs> but you also know that But you also know that <laughs> Indiana's had a rise where we have it. I mean people keep traveling around like it's like no big deal. It's like if you're gonna go but, to the middle of nowhere or something, okay fine. But if you're gonna go if you're going to, like, go to a family reunion, odds we are, did. yeah, and, you might get it.
1: And, like, my sister was posting pictures where, like, no one's wearing a mask. I'm like,
0: oh, right. My God. Well, they're yeah, outdoors,
1: well, but, I
3: mean. Well, yeah, well, you, yeah. you see, I post pictures. I'm in the car. My mask is on. I'm still in the car with my mask on. But I got my mask on because I take it very If you're the alone idiot.
1: in the car, you don't need your mask yeah. on. Yeah. Uh,
3: but that, I, I don't know. Call it call it being phobic or neurotic. But all I know is I rather you know uh, you know an ounce of prevention beats a pound of cure. But all I, I'm I saying. I still
0: don't understand the people with the nose above the mask. It's like what is that about? It's oh, like
1: oh, it's like gosh. wearing your underwear with your dick out over it. You,
3: you know, know, I mean, like that. Or, or, or you or you get you get some of these people that they cut a hole in the mask so they could breathe it, breathe yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah, oh,
0: I God
1: had what's four people today <laughs> with no mask on at the store and like six people on Friday. It was like crazy, man. it was like, come oh, on, is it really
0: yeah. like that many? Wow.
1: Yeah, like well, well, Yeah, I, I mean... had four people today. Five, you got the guy who came
3: in twice. Well, Florida Florida is the most infected state now. The no, most higher infected. than California? Higher than California. Wow. In fact, yeah, now, but that California, doesn't shock me. Yeah, but California is also shutting down now. Well, I know. Infectures. Well, L.A.
1: never – they've been on constant lockdown, LA, at least yeah. L.A. County.
3: Yeah, but now they're shutting the whole state down now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah This is they.
1: Uh, they just made the news broke today that they canceled the Chicago Marathon in, in October. Well,
0: yeah. yeah, and then they uh, it, there's some local theater in the area that got canceled until springtime too. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: A couple of but, different theaters that are local in the area uh, the thing that's, that are like the outster that got the outskirts stuff like the Jury Lanes and the Lincoln and the Marriott Lincolnshires and stuff like that.
3: Right. Yeah. This is this is gonna go.
0: I, you Just, know, I, I
3: like I like I told you guys before, man. Twenty twenty is scrapped. Twenty twenty is done. I'm okay. not sure that
0: twenty twenty one ain't scrapped.
3: Nah. Well, right now I'm, hope, I'm hoping I'm hoping twenty twenty one is not a trail uh, I mean twenty twenty is not a trailer for twenty twenty one. Please, I don't want that even I don't even want to think about well, that. We'll
1: see. Bye. We'll see how things are by the end of the year. We'll see if there's a spike in the winter because well that's the thing now too, is because because people are indoors. With, mm-hmm. with circulated air through the air conditioning. That's why the southern states are getting hit harder again. Because everyone's indoors because <sighs> That's, it's too hot that, outside. No. no, Well, not only. Because people that mean, well, no, not out, well and, they're not catching they're outdoors,
3: it outdoors. They're at the beaches. They're going out to the places. They're, they're out. Without they're masks. Go, yeah, without the mask. And they're not cleaning up. They're under this falsehood thinking, oh, it's okay. People are opening. So it's safe. No, it's not. No, it's
0: not. Uh, yeah, well, it's... Like, like I said, it, it, here's all I can say. It's really funny. You look at, like, the map. The last time they showed one of those maps about where everything's going up and where everything's going down. Yeah. You notice that there's one place in the middle of the country that's green. And guess oh. what? We live in it. Thank God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody it was so funny because everybody's like, Oh, Illinois being way too conservative. Yeah, Illinois still numbers are numbers are still high, but they're moving the right direction. And I keep laughing because I'm like, man, I'm so glad I live here. I'll pay more taxes to be safe. Jeez.
3: Well, no, no, and I agree and I agree with you on that. In fact, you know, and the fact that uh, our administration is proactive in this whole thing, against what a lot of people are yelling about. Well, it's my right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It might be your right not to wear a mask, but it's my right to be safe. It's my right to not have to get sick by you. It's my right. To- I'm
0: really, I'm really getting tired of the whole "it's my right" thing. There's a, isn't there a state thing right now that says you have to wear a mask? When there's you're a, outside? That, there's
1: a meme out there now where it's the last scene that uh, Return of the Jedi, and <laughs> Darth says, "Luke, help me take this mask off." And uh, Luke says, "But you'll die." And he says, "I know my rights. I knew, I I saw a lawyer or something like that." So that's, <laughs> that's
0: pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is good. It is good. Um, but I thought I thought Illinois still had, had pretty much had laws that was like you pretty much need to wear a mask.
3: I don't know. yeah but... well they, no they you, you do anytime you're outside you gotta have that mask on man if you're yeah, outside, year, like, it's, it's, it's bring
1: out the, the, the thing or... is the whole thing the mask thing it's swinging both ways is bring out the worst in people i mean there's the karens that are calling out the people who aren't wearing the masks and then there's like the people who are wearing the masks uh the karens who are not wearing the masks and they're yelling at the people who are or
3: whatever it's like well, okay. Everyone's pointing at the other I'm, one
1: else, whether or whether, whether or not they're wearing a mask, getting a madie. I put of,
3: on, I put on Facebook. Okay, I found it. You know, in my surf, uh, you know, surfing the net, there was a gentleman who had took the liberty of recording, you know, the worst situations of people, and you got this. Yeah, he
1: made a compilation. I saw that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and I'm just like that. That that is on the nose, man. A lot of people. You know, busy just. Well, but, just yeah, for that. but here's to... the
0: thing. Here's the thing. You get. T- I, 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 I have a perfect. I, so I live in a condo, okay? And there's a lot of old people here who are not right. wearing masks on a regular basis. So of course about a week ago, I got in the elevator, okay? Yeah, you tell me about elevator. I the get in the elevator. elevator. Yeah. I get in the elevator. There's two freaking people in there. Neither older people. Neither is one a mask, <laughs> one's chewing gum. Right. OK, thank God I'm wearing an N95. OK, and, the, and, right. and, and and OK, fine. They're there. They're not wearing a mask. The next words out of her mouth to me are, oh, I forgot my mask. I think I, you know, I always forget them. And she's like, you know, I have them in multiple places. So I don't forget to have my mask. And I'm like, you know, it's bad enough you're not wearing it. Now you're gonna give me a, some booby mice bullshit excuse as to why you're not you don't have one right now yeah. okay and it, and and that's the part that it pisses you off because it's well, like yeah. right away it's like they all had all these justifications so what Mike is aware of and and, and you'll get kicked out of this ivan um mm-hmm. uh, the next words out of my mouth she was not happy with which were well apparently one of the places you don't have one is here in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Right on. After that, <laughs>
0: after that, the rest of the elevator ride was quite silent. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's you know. funny because I got I got yelled at by, by 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 my mom about it, but I'm like.
3: No. No. If she would, if she, I wouldn't have
0: said a word if she had not sat there and made all that had
3: to try to try to rationalize.
0: Yeah, and that's what I keep hearing from people. What
3: that? No. That's what I
0: keep hearing from people in the building. Like it was funny. Like we we were walking back in from groceries and we're both wearing one, and and the woman's like, "Oh, I forgot mine," and she's like, and she's acting like, "Oh, shut, silly me!" It's like. Fuck
3: you.
0: <laughs> and, and, and I'm
3: and I'm going to tell you something, and I know you guys would. And that's never the part. Thought.
0: That's the part that makes me angry. And it was funny because if, if my mom hadn't been there at that moment, I swear to God, I was like, yeah, you... I was like, oh shucks, you want to hear? Oh shucks. i Swear to yeah. God, I understand. I understand. That's why when you fart in the way. elevator.
3: Yeah. Oh, or you just um, <laughs> but, but you go ahead. You, you're screaming in your mind. Well, uh, hope, you know, it was nice knowing you, you know, hope you don't die. But, you know, and, oh, and we're it's all going to die. I haven't. Well, yeah, <laughs> but some sooner than later. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the thing is, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to tell you you probably would never imagine. Okay. now I know in, in shows previous about the whole boomer thing. Okay.
1: Yeah. I remember I have, when. Okay. Boomer used to be a thing
3: yeah well well oh. guess what now That's guess what now, now. okay so here's the thing with okay boomer and I have to admit you're right you're right uh oh, yeah there's silence in the ranks here we go all right so here's the thing I'm a guys. gen Xer
1: so technically
3: no but I, I'm a boomer <laughs> yes and we are. I am and I am embarrassed I am embarrassed guys. Not for myself because I don't fall in those guidelines of boomerism, but there's a lot of boomers out there. And you look at the situations where they don't feel they, – they, 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 they don't feel that these these times do not apply to them. So, so but, they don't. but
0: millennials do too in fairness.
3: The millennials <laughs> but, but, are
0: doing the same shit. Yeah, the I young people,
1: shit. they're all partying.
0: I haven't well, seen this much from Generation Z, but I have seen a bunch of Millennials being like, Woo It's like,
3: okay. So, so there's, so there's a thing though, and when I watch things, you know, on, on the on the internet, and I sit there, and I think to myself, "Oh, this person once upon a time I thought had some common sense, but don't have common sense anymore." they're stuck in such a place that they feel that sense of entitlement. Yeah. That they think they have all the answers and that they know so fucking much. And I look at it now and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I'm actually embarrassed. I know. No, honestly, honestly, I know I fussed about it in the past and 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 looking at it from a different point of view, I mean, okay, I mean, the people that you thought you knew, you don't know, and
1: the people. I wonder
0: how much of that. The people that you thought
1: you knew, you knew, but you thought you didn't know, but now you know them, and now you wish you didn't know that you thought you knew them.
0: And then you knew Gary (laughs) Canoe.
3: 'Cause there's no canoe, like good canoe. We canoe, okay. God,
0: that that there's a whole bunch of people who are not going to get that reference at all. There are going to be some all. jet Xers They're going to be some jet Xers going. Oh yeah, the great space coaster. I love that show when I was a kid.
3: Uh, <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of people googling. What did they mean by that? Is that some kind of code? All for all five of them. All space of them. coaster. Here we go. You know, it's a great space coaster. I know it, but
0: seriously, I do wonder if some of. Uh, I wonder if some of it is the fact that you know some of the boomers are not as technologically savvy as 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 um, some of the other generations. Um, Because I notice that that's that's kind of a thing. Although, I've got to be honest with you, the the millennials don't have a problem with doing that, and they all seem to want to go party every five minutes. So, um, So if anything, what it shows me is the attention span of the people in this country is, like, shrunk to the size of, like, a prostate walnut.
3: Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been proven. It's been proven. Why do you think that when you watch shows now, Okay, remember back in the old days you watched shows they showed I the remember credits. back
1: in the old days. Yes, I do.
3: Oh, yeah, back in, in the day. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying when they showed credits and everything, they showed the whole credits and everything was kind of laid back. Now, everything I think that's is,
1: the moment I, where I started like getting like my old man kind of sense. Like when TV shows in the 90s started scrunching the credits to one side. Right. Or they fast forward them. Like I'd like watching the credits
3: and the fact that i don't need to have everything come at me at lightning speed yeah that's where i was like i think the first time i was kind of like get off
1: my lawn kind of thing
0: it's funny because we're so in the minority on that too we so are and i'm not saying that it's right i'm just saying we are which is i i just keep waiting it's like how fast this thing how fast does it have to get how fast does everything have to get at this point? How much faster if you, if you, do we want things? How much in, more? I mean, seriously, when will you be happy? Is it that you can mentally think of something and boom, it's there in two seconds? Is that good enough? Because I bet it won't be.
1: No, no. I mean, now not we can't anything. even no, like bother that. ourselves to push the buttons on the remote. We hit the microphone button on the remote and they're all like, CBS.
0: Like, yeah. we're getting turned well, into okay. the fat and people in and WALL-E. And, and the scary part is there's some people don't even want to hit the button and it says CBS.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I remember, Alexa, used to be, turn on remember, uh,
1: Fox Sports.
0: Yeah. The problem is, is when you do that is when you have five Fox Sportses and you're like, fuck, that's not the one I want. <laughs> I didn't
3: want soccer. What the hell? I got four ESPNs. I've got yeah, uh, six CNNs. I've
2: got... Well, they all five, have a well, test I'm pattern No, <laughs> no yeah, you've got six
0: CNNs, who have got problems, buddy. Yeah. No, no, I know. They're but... all a test pattern. <laughs> test oh, boy. pattern.
1: Speaking of ESPN, so, uh, I think we're changing the name of our podcast to the Washington Redskins. What do you think? No. Just, uh, the name isn't taken anymore?
0: No. <laughs> okay. 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 Right.
1: Just checking. Just throwing no. it out there. We'll try it balloon. No. No, no. Well, I,
0: well, okay, I take it back. If we do it, we'll probably get blasted by everybody, but people although know our podcast. That's so right. the answer is yes.
3: Well, okay, if, it, if, right? if we're doing this for publicity
1: and uh... – And we'll change it back and then we're going to say we're the podcast formerly known as the Washington Redskins.
0: Yeah, we're right. going to get blasted at so many levels before that and we're going to get, like, <laughs> It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Yeah. I mean, like,
3: I, know. It's I mean, we're going through such a huge history strange, erasing. strange
1: things, strange, strange shit going on. No,
3: yeah. A lot of history, uh. a lot of history erasing, a lot of history re, re, uh, reimagined. Uh, I was watching. Uh, I, hey, I can never get his last name right. Me and Julie, we watched uh, John Lee Leguizamo. He did a, a comedy thing called. Uh, three thousand years of s- Hispanic history for morons, and, um, okay. and and you have to see it. Well, the he, music
0: it, part it, is if someone is going to do three thousand years of Hispanic history for morons, it's John Leguizamo.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, it is it is an extraordinary. It's an extra, he, he did an extraordinary job, and it was well versed. It was well researched, but funny as hell, totally funny and um you know very very in your face but very educational at the same time and and it was just it was such a wonderful thing so people i mean you guys should check it out it really like is a very comical and um and uh it's called um history hit you know his three thousand three thousand years of spanish history for morons it's by john liguizamo uh check it out it's um, one of his stand-up like, routines Oh it's a stand-up routine okay. and kind of a soliloquy of sorts. It's like it's okay. he's got stuff that he refers to on the stage. So it's it's just it's really well done. Okay, we will check it out. So, and so
1: for those who might but, not know that he's a stand-up comic, he's the voice of the 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 bug-eyed looking rat in the uh
3: He's Not the squirrel, a lot more though. Than that too. He's
1: in the Ice Age. Whatever. Well, what else is? Uh,
3: I remember him from.
0: What else has he done? Was, was, uh, it, now it, I got to go look it up.
3: Wasn't, wasn't he? He, uh, he was. A, he was in Wong Fu. Thank, thank for everything, Julie Newmar. Yeah, because that's the movie I want to reference. <laughs> well, but but he did
0: a good job in that too. I don't know. I've never seen that one. No, I never saw that he one. Did. Oh, he was. A,
1: that's right. He was the the one where Patrick Swayze and the, they're the drag queens.
3: Right. right, yeah
0: that's the you want fruit thing that he's talking about yeah
3: mm-hmm. uh, no. but it's, on, it's, know, but it's very but it's very funny okay and so when you think about that whole situation and the whole um, history erasing situation and the fact that yeah, there's a lot of things missing in history and the things that I grew up thinking that I knew or thought I knew, I don't know anymore.
1: So and I'm, then the I things feel- that you thought you knew, but you didn't know, but you might have thought you knew, you don't know. Yeah,
0: well, all, I feel, as I've, I've said very, before.
2: I
1: feel
3: very displaced.
0: As I've said before, I'm not aware of too many things, but I know what I know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. okay, Edie. <laughs> oh, I was going to keep, this seems like that's just the way to go. Yeah.
1: Uh, we got any news we can get into?
0: Hey, hold on! I'm trying to find John Logasamu shit because, because you know, because I, I, I it's an it's a podcast episode,
1: so we need to be sure Jeff looks up shit on the internet.
0: Well, no, because I'm positive <laughs> there's something better than two food.
3: Well, okay, yeah, no, there are other things. No, you're right, Jeff. I just that. that oh,
0: that, here I we go! C- here we go! He was in John Wick Chapter Two. Much better now. Uh, okay. All right, all right, was he all like? Right. Was he
1: like that. the car guy? I think it was in both John Wick's one and two.
0: I don't know. He might have been. Yeah, uh, he had his yeah, a, just a big role in that. He's in the Ice Age movies. Yes. Uh, right. Let's see what else. He did a video with Justin Bieber. Really?
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. I
0: didn't know that either. That's why IMDb is making a lot of money. Uh, yes, he is in the John Wick <laughs> movie, the original. He was in Ride Along. Uh, Kick-Ass 2. I did not realize he was in the second Kick-Ass movie. Uh,
3: I've I've never seen that. Did you ever see Kick-Ass
0: 2? I I did. I've seen bits and pieces of Kick-Ass 2. I don't think I've seen the whole thing.
3: I mean, that's all Kick-Ass. I thought that was great.
0: Yeah, that's funny. That's one of the movies that's not... That's one of the properties that's not in the Netflix deal. Mm. Is uh, Kick-Ass, because technically the rights are still somewhere else. That and Kingsman um, are the big I love
3: Kingsman. I love Kingsman. I think they were
0: working on a prequel for that. I'm looking just to see. Boy, he's done a lot of shit, John Leguizamo. And when I say shit, I mean good. I mean, he's just been working. This guy's been working for a really long time. There's a lot of stuff here. I mean, I'm like looking just here. It's like the volume of work is impressive. Um, I mean, he's like working nonstop he's working like nonstop since, since like the two fat early two thousands. And, and boy, it's really, well, uh... good.
1: well, he's been busy. That's good.
0: Oh, that's right. He was. Oh, that's right. He was on, uh, he was in spawn. The spawn. That's right. He was the, the clown. Movie. That's right. He was the clown. Yeah. <laughs> the, the horrible spawn movie that we, every so often we hear from Todd McFarlane. <sighs> oh, I'm still working on the spawn movie. Yeah, And it's, it's like, every so often you think we might get one and it's like nope nope i finally Meanwhile.
1: saw wave two of the dc uh figures uh, based on the wonder woman 84 film and oh, yeah. not bad but they're seven inch because they can't be six inch like marvel legends we have to be different like yeah
3: uh, oh, well you're like why
0: they're
1: well sculpted you look good but there's sp- you know.
0: I'm I'm sure that yeah. is, is McFarlane doing those? Is that the deal? Is yeah, that that's the... D
1: C yeah, that the new D C figures. I mean they did some boost uh, based on the Bruce Tim animated like the Justice League, like they did he a He really Superman. He but... really
0: uh he really made himself into, like, going beyond being the comic book guy that he was because yeah, he McFarlane, really is, like, the Mc, toy guy now. Yeah,
1: McFarlane, yeah, was doing a lot of figures. You know, he made a lot of money on – probably on uh, sports memorabilia. McFarlane was doing a lot I mean, of seriously. Uh, sports figures.
3: Well, he didn't did, yeah, he, I mean, did, did he get a lot of licensing for a lot of different things.
1: Yeah,
0: I think – Well, that's what I mean. He He's really turned into, like
1: – Yeah. I mean,
0: the toy thing has really become bigger for him than – Yeah. Then the comic. Well, comics obviously, not...
1: I don't know if they're still making... Is they, is Dark Horse, they still printing Spawn
0: comics? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. still printing Spawn. Yeah, have we heard
1: how uh, DC's doing without uh, uh, Diamond? Diamond? I
0: have not heard a thing about yeah, that, you know? Yeah,
1: no, no one's talking about it.
0: Uh, no one's really been talking about maybe that. Maybe nobody wants to whole... talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Probably... Yeah, you know... They're just that, doing a wait-to-see what happened. You you know, right. I, I haven't fully read that article yet, Mike, about the whole thing with Warren Ellis and all that stuff about how there the subculture that's been there, that's been with women and all that yeah, stuff. I it's... haven't heard who all the artists are, but that that piece from, from, uh, from the Huffington Post is just damning. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, and of it's... course,
1: to release this on the heels of what would have been San Diego Comic-Con in a week or two.
0: Yeah. And, you know, none of that. I wish I could. It's sad because it's like none of this shocks me. No, I mean, none of it. I mean, I don't, and it's funny because I don't know why everybody's so shocked by some of this stuff. I mean, you're not talking about guys. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm about, I'm thinking about this wrong. You tell me most of the people who i know who read comic books were not exactly the most socially adept people or were exactly the most popular people or were people that um how can i say um well we know,
2: were were, we're, 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 so, really we're socially
0: we're... had had social mores or the guys who i mean we look all those jokes that get made in on the big bang theory about about we're getting all comic laid nerds, about, you know shut in's about, about, right or about how, about how, you know, I'm not gonna get, I, the only time I get late is when I go to Comic Con. Ha ha ha. And, 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 and there's, the, you know, there's jokes about that, but there's a lot of truth to that too, uh, is, is a lot of that statement. So well, I'm it, it's not just... shocked by, I'm not shocked really when you really stop and think about it, about any of this, because if a lot of these guys who are creators were all people who grew up reading comic books and may not have been like, you know, girls may not have been a thing for them I mean, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not making excuses. There's
3: no excuse for any of it. Um, no, no. But at the same time, you also have to look at the time and place. A lot of this took place. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, a lot the, of like things. in
1: the fifties with mad men kind of mentality at the right. office place. So
3: a lot of this stuff, a lot of this type of behavior was, was considered the norm because yeah, but we're talking to...
0: about recent, though, Ivan. We're not just talking about like back in the day. We're talking recent. No, yeah, we're there's okay, some stuff we, that's okay, gone on in seen. the
1: '90s. Yeah, about what's
0: there's stuff that's '90s and beyond. Yeah, I mean, right. when I say beyond, I mean beyond as in current.
1: Yeah, the the article is on the Squares Run Table Facebook page. Yeah, and it's, yeah it's, it's not a very good look for the comic industry.
0: No, as a whole, and yeah. it doesn't matter what company you like or don't like. There's somebody on that. There's somebody who you might like, like. Warren Ellis is huge. He's, he's written a lot of really good books. Oh,
1: it's from the daily beast, not the Huffington post.
0: It's a daily beast. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. That's all right. It's it daily beast. Okay. Yeah. But it's a really good, solid piece. And yeah, I mean, like it was funny. I saw Gene Ha talking about it. Like he's done work with Warren Ellis. He's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to think now. Am I supposed to, you know, I did, I did amazing work, but apparently the person I was working with was a fucking asshole. And I, I shouldn't say, I can't remember the exact words, but, like, Gene Ha is a great artist, and, you know, okay. He
3: was a great, he he was a great, great artist, but he was a dirtball. Right. You know, you're like.
0: Well, no, Gene Haas, fine. It's it's, But, you know, he did stuff with Warren Ellis. Okay, so now, you know, okay. How do I feel about the fact that I did stories with a guy who did this stuff to women and, and, and acted in this way? You know, it's, and in, like I said, to me, the biggest thing is, is like I said, I, I think this stuff is all oh, this stuff's been there for a while, and your point is taken, Ivan, about the 50s and the Madman stuff, but it's been perpetuated even
3: further down the line
0: for a long, yeah, well, long it's, time, for well, it's a long, long time
3: because it was never challenged, it was never challenged up until well, later, you know, once, once the 90s and the 2000s and certain movements and certain things started happening in the industry, and the mentality changed, okay, that comic books were not just for uh, introverts who were just, you know, lost in their own world of make-believe or whatever. When it became a situation where comic books, you know, graphic novels or whatever have you started to become big business, not only for just Kids and teenagers, but then towards adults, which of course started mining adult-style attitudes, which they kind of pushed to the envelope on in too many ways. But then all of that spilled uh, into. I don't.
0: I don't. Well, I'm not going to go there. I don't think. Uh, that I again. mean, a lot
3: of that kind of sp- may have spilled into the younger comic books to get the numbers. Okay, so it. Yeah, just,
0: but I, that's different. That's different than this, though. That's not the same as that's not the same as what we're talking about here. I mean, that's an entirely different conversation. If you wanna talk about if you wanna talk about the sexualization that is in comic books and how certain things have gotten far too adult in comic books, um, we can have that conversation, but that's a different conversation than than okay. than, 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 than the fact that you've got creators who have people who, people
3: who did terrible things
0: that yes. hold on. creators who did, who basically sexually abused, who took advantage of women in, se- in terms of sexual abuse or rape or, or in, in those manners. And, and I think a lot of that, the re and you, and you have one point that's right, which is now that comics, now that stuff like Marvel is making these big, huge movies, you know, mm-hmm there's always there's been that movement that women are starting to be more involved in in being more interested in comics and in fairness you know the the manga and anime stuff has helped some of this too but but again you know now it's more a thing okay I'm interested I'm a woman and I want to I, I check out Iron Man I'm a woman and I read Captain America or I'm a woman and I'm cool with that I pick up Batman or maybe okay, I'm looking okay, at okay. independent books or stuff like that. Or I'm right, a girl well, and these things. Okay. That 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 is there now, and and that's well,
3: that, And that demographic that, is growing on a huge big, level. On a huge level, which also too, not only just in comic books, but in you know in motion pictures. It wasn't there. Um, wasn't there a thing about Gil who um, uh, who had a problem. With one of her co-stars. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll get to that in a minute. We'll
3: yeah. Get to that okay, minute. Okay, Mike okay, and I were so talking I'm, about. I'm that getting a I'm, sorry. I'm getting ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's ahead.
0: fine. But 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 to your point, but to your point, yeah, there's it. There's an interesting dynamic that's it's and it's been in the last few years that mm-hmm. the that geek culture that geek culture has had to re-examine itself because because there's that whole thing about gamers about Gamergate. And, Ooh, and ga- Yeah, and, and, how girl and gamers about, were
1: poorly treated.
0: Yeah, or yeah, the fact very that, right, right, or the fact that, and in fairness, hey, look, I'll, I'll, I'll plead guilty, which is, you know what, and, and maybe not purposely, but yeah, I've been to Gen Con before, and yeah, I'm one of those guys who falls into the category of, okay, there. oh, it's a girl, she's pretty, I like her. I might I might say something or do something stupid because hey she likes games like me too, and that's rare, and I don't find girls like that, and now I'm in a situation where maybe I'm not a, and again, I'm not making excuses for it, but you know it was funny, like the last time I went to uh to ct e two they were doing uh they they actually did a speed dat speed dating event, and I thought it was an interesting idea and in fairness. Maybe it's stuff like that that need. And I thought it was people were like scoffing at it, but it's like you know what? Maybe stuff like that needs to happen, because otherwise, this is the kind of stuff that's going to happen. And maybe yeah. I'm wrong. We need some
1: healthy social interaction.
0: Yeah,
3: right. and the key word is healthy social interaction, not a well, not, a, not, not 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 a form of perversity that has been with that type of with that. Well, type and of the thing other thing the is too
0: is creators or creators, you know, you, you look, you know, creator, you know, you think it, you know, you we, look creator. And this is part of it too, which is, you know, this is, this, it's a, it's a creators at this point. Yeah. You're gonna, you know, it, it cuts both ways on that, which is, and, and it's funny because, you know, like I said, Warren Ellis is, is like one of the biggest writers in the biz. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to see what happens to a guy like that. Cause, cause I'll give you an example, uh, once upon a time, and this is a little bit different than that, but just to give perspective of, of where things have gone once upon a time, one of the hardest, hottest artists in, in all of comics was a guy by the name, Ethan Van Skyver. Well, Ethan is no really is kind of persona non grata in for pretty much 98% of the comic book world. And the reason he is is because he's pretty much he's pretty much a racist and a bigot, and he's he's done a whole lot just he's he's backed a whole lot of stuff about anti-Semitism that's anti-Semitic and shit like that. And guess what? Ethan doesn't do. Ethan isn't working for any of the major companies anymore.
3: And well, if- goodbye.
0: And and I'm curious yeah. how you know? Like I said, Warren Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis is, is a very very is a very very popular person I'm, I'm sure there'll be backlash from certain people who are his fans and who are who are unsure what to do now that they own Warren Ellis books or they still like to read Warren Ellis you know
3: yeah. I, I don't know uh, well okay because all right when you read something every person you know it you know is subject it's subjective to what A person reads in a comic book what their interpretation of that comic book what they get out of that comic book what they take away from that comic book how the person's mind works we're talking billions and billions of billions of different mindsets off of one story one comic book okay that's kind of hard to go ahead and try to police in a way that type of a mindset because okay you know being open to that type of interpretation you know, it depends on the individual. I mean, it depends on. Yeah, this story is great. Does it excite me? Does it stimulate me? Does it make me think about things? Does it make me want well, to Well, but, do but Ivan,
0: but Ivan. The point uh, like is that
3: now
1: you found out that the person who wrote this great story that you admire so much is a terrible person. Yep. And well, so, what do you do? That, I mean, do you live, do you figuratively turn that, down that stat- tear down that statue? Do you erase well, those and, books? And,
0: and, and here's and here's the other thing. And that's is, what, and then if, that's
3: that brings me back to what brings me back to uh, history canceling situations. Okay, and all right and and okay, um, where where do you draw the line on these things? Okay, yeah, you got you got recording artists that have done horrendous things, but we still listen to their records. You know, uh, we've do got we? yeah. We have actors and actresses who have done things in movies. We still watch their movies.
0: I mean, mean, the best the best example I can give you on on somebody who's somebody's movies, somebody's movies who I watch, who I will admit I still watch them, even though I can't fucking stand the guy and I and he's an anti-Semitic prick. Is Mel Gibson?
1: Yeah, I was about to say. You know, uh, Road Warrior, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Lethal Weapon One and Two, just those two.
3: See, you know, so, so,
1: so there it is. See, yeah, he said some to... nasty shit. He said a well, lot of nasty stuff yeah. over the years, but, see, but it's
0: but funny because he's stuff, taken. But, but... Yeah, he lost. He
1: people. lost like a decade.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: where he couldn't, he didn't, he didn't get work.
0: Well, well, well he, he then sat he on his pile of money of the from the
1: Passion of the Christ, but those was... right. Well,
0: yeah. and in fairness, he he kind of took advantage. of, I hate to say it. In some ways, he then found Christ. So I don't want to get into this. Yeah, I, I have, I have, I have real thoughts on this, and it's the part where it's no, like, like I'm going you know to
3: poke you on those real thoughts, Jeff. What? are those thoughts? I was going to poke you. Oh
0: yeah, wow. Well, yes, cause I think that's it's the amazing. Uh, title this it's week. Amazing how, I, I want, it's amazing how. I want to know. Um, I want to know. It's amazing how suddenly he found Christ. It's amazing how many people rallied around him at that point. Okay. Um, and how and how it was oh it, it's not oh, you know, and, and all of a sudden it's well, we can look past some of the anti Semitic stuff in the movie and oh and, and all of a sudden all kinds of church groups are behind it and everybody's kinda got this thing like it's the greatest movie ever and everybody should watch it and it's so incredible and it's does it's the greatest thing about Christ you know. Um, Forgive me, but to me, yeah, y- y'all just basically congratulations. Y'all just basically just let the let the anti-Semite continue to do his stuff, and you made him a boatload of money, and now he can continue to say and do whatever the hell he wants, and and y'all backed him. So there you go.
1: Did you do that movie uh, <laughs> Apocalypto? Was yeah, that he him? Did that too. That's Was him that him? Too. Yeah. So see that that's right. but, the, but I think that's I the last it, thing he's done. I mean, he was no, in the he's movie. He's done. He was. I remember he was the dad in the one with um, um, Mark Wahlberg and um, Will Ferrell. And well, see, where uh, where John Lithgow was, Will Ferrell's dad, and Mel Gibson was Mark Wahlberg's dad, like the two dads. I right. can't
0: remember when like Payback was.
1: Yeah, I know
0: that. Payback was wild. Yeah, anyway,
1: that was that was, a, so,
0: that was in the two thousands, wasn't it? That wasn't in the nineties. No, was well, it, it
1: wasn't. It wasn't that far long ago, but I don't know. The two thousands is almost then, twenty and years and old that, now.
0: And then there's that "what, what women <laughs> want" thing. Well, but yeah.
3: So there that, so that's my point, okay? Because it depends on the individual as to how much they want to self-censor what it is that a person does in a book or in a movie or on a television show or any of it how much of it do you tolerate just to keep on enjoying that person's work i mean everybody's going to have their own take on this everybody's going to have their own thoughts on this and uh does it make it right Does does it make it right does it make it wrong i don't know And and now here's the part that's in. Now I'll roll into your question
0: about the the Gal Gadot thing, which is which is and we kind of talked a little bit about this last week, which is, you know, now that all this stuff has happened, where there's going to be this new Justice League thing, um, that's Mm -hmm. coming out on HBO Max. You know, it started with Ray Fisher, where Ray plays Cyborg on Justice. Who plays Cyborg on Justice League? Talking about that they didn't like that he didn't like how he was he was dealt with and attitudes and problems on the set. And then it came out that and, and in fairness, Gail Cadill has not said anything. It came but it came out through someone else that Gail right. was not happy about this thing. And I know right. what scene it is. I remember exactly what it was. I thought it was funny. Um which is where the Flash accidentally lands, like, practically on top of her. And I guess Gail yeah. Godot sat there and said, I think this thing's a bad idea. I don't want to do it. And right. Joss Whedon's basically sat there and said, okay, fine. And then brought in a body double and still did the beat. And still did and still did it. Um, to which I kind of sit there and go, hey, eh. there's a part of me where it's
3: like... You just sidestepped the situation.
0: Did he? Or did he do what he? I mean, he. he she didn't do it, did well, he?
3: Well, he. Yeah, he spared Gil Godot the situation, but yet he got another woman to get dropped on. Wow. Well, He's still perpetuating that situation. Well, they had a,
0: they I, I, had a
1: stand-in.
3: Right. right in the meantime,
0: in the meantime, the scene is a scene that apparently he did the joke. Ju- he did the same joke. What? Who is it? Who does Scarlet Joe do it, it with? It was with an um, Ultron.
1: Mark Ruffalo. Uh, when is it Bruce, Bant- yeah, when the drone, when the drones first attack, uh, right, right at the at Stark Tower, at the Avengers mm-hmm. Tower, or whatever, uh, the party, mm-hmm. you know, where uh, yeah. Ultron unveils himself. Where they after, do the after same After they're get. all trying to
0: lift the hammer. Yeah. After they're all trying to lift right, the hammer.
1: Right. Right. Is- and the drones attack, and he's like, you know, you're all, you know. But anyway, mm-hmm. but it was that. well, yeah, that was they did. I I didn't realize until I read the article they did the same gag in two films.
0: Yeah, it's the same. Well, so and well it was because it was uh, Whedon, right? it's Whedon. Yeah. But you know, so that's that's come out, and now, so that's come out, and then there's been reports about that, you know, about how Whedon was on 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 set, and now there's there's something else I have read where some of the stunt people from Buffy are complaining about how, and and not necessarily women, but just in general about how he treats people. And it's funny. There have been stories about, there have been rumors and stories that have been out there about how Whedon treats women. And the irony is there's a guy who has created a lot of amazing roles in TV for a lot and and even movies for a lot of women. And it's kind of interesting because and again, in the meantime, you don't hear any of these conversations that about that. no, you don't hear anybody coming out talking about him about this like about Avengers. You don't hear anything about this about him talking about Ult- Ultron. And ironically, the same there was the same scene then. Nobody said anything then.
3: Maybe maybe I just maybe, didn't I put two and two different. together that it was the same
1: person. That
3: uh... yeah. So you get yeah. So you get a situation now that. Okay, I mean, how much How much is too much? See, and, and, and again, it becomes the point of the people watching the movies or reading the comic books and, okay, to every, I mean, you can't appease every frame of mind. You just can't do it. It's not possible. You well, can't. I
0: mean, here's the thing, and, and I don't know where you stand on it, Mike, but to me, really in reality, this whole Justice League thing, is um is is was just a mess from the get go. Well, yeah, and we know they this. Created, we know it was and they, DC and they playing more ketchup. of a mess. Right. And now and now it's become more of a mess. And now I feel like there might be some truth to what's going on with the Joss Whedon stuff. At the same time, I feel like now because there's gonna be a Snyder cut and all this is going on, and Warner seems to be backing this, and there seems to be a whole bunch of these people where with the Justice League stuff where it sounds like it sounds like they're trying to play, they're trying to mend fences with a lot of this. I don't know if it's DC or it's Warner or both or whatever. Um, and I think a lot of this because HBO needs content, and they think they can milk they can milk some of this. Okay, I don't know if it's just that people right now are feeling like this is a good time to go pile on Joss Whedon. Okay, because in, in reality, right now it's 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 a good time to do that because I think you know right now. The Snyder Cut thing is winning, you know, if if you really want to battle
2: for
1: the argument over the Snyder Cut.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. The battle over over the I kind of laugh. It's like one of the one. When do we get to see the if you really want to do this? Fine. Give us the Whedon cut, too. Well,
3: so that way you have your choice.
0: Right. Give us the Whedon cut. Is there a Whedon cut? Mm. they, let, they released
3: the Whedon cut. Let's, well, let's make- presume that the one that
1: made it to theaters was the mostly weeden
0: cut. Yeah, wow. Well, you know, I mean, why was it why,
1: why was it that Snyder was it because he had a his son was health with, ha- they, yeah, they claim that
0: they claim that but then there keep in mind the numbers were back. You know, keep in mind he was the he was kind of the overall architect of all the DCEU. Okay? Yeah. So you know, you know, Man of Steel did okay, It it, it, wasn't, it wasn't great, but it did okay. Batman versus Superman it, was it, with, it, it was didn't
1: the, meet expectations for a lot of people.
0: That uh, that 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 you're being nice. Yes, sir. You're being real nice. And love in love fairness, food. okay, I get it. And in fairness, the next movie that they put out was Suicide Squad. And while there are certain things about Suicide Squad that I could look at and say, okay, that was successful, this worked, this, 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 that, okay, by the numbers in theory, um, not so much. Supposedly, it wasn't, at least, or at least, let me say this, what they projected wasn't. The irony to me is, if you don't do that, they don't sell near, if they don't do, see, here's the weird part about Suicide Squad. Without that movie, they don't sell nearly as many of those Harley Quinn costumes and as much Harley Quinn merchandise as they have in the last three, four years. They just don't. Well, Harley Quinn's
1: popularity was on the rise before Suicide Squad. Right, but, but it not... Reached, it reached out. It, 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 you it,
3: think it reached its maintenance?
1: It reached over a... Uh, it, leapt over a single in a single bound, if I want to use the analogy. So now, yeah. you know, Harley Quinn is... Obviously, she's got her own cartoon now, so...
0: Right. She's over
3: the hump. But,
0: but you know, I mean, like, for example, they're doing this... They're doing this this, this, this... this Suicide Squad movie that I'm unaware of. The only person who's coming back from the original Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad movie is Margot Robbie playing Harley Quinn. Otherwise... Otherwise, it's, a whole,
1: it's a whole new squad. Yeah.
0: A whole new well, I don't know if it's a whole new squad. A whole new cast.
1: Yeah. Oh, they've replaced uh, some characters with different actors.
0: That we don't even know. Well we know who some of the actors are. We yeah, don't we know even the actors know We don't, don't know if they're
1: replaced, you know I don't think they've replaced Will Smith's Deadshot
0: I don't think so. No. Like, I believe is it Batista or is it John Cena's in that movie? Maybe both. Yeah. We'll uh, find out nobody's... when
1: someday when this movie comes out.
0: Well, we'll know when the trailer comes out. That I think it's next. I think it's yeah. next. I miss back? the days talking about year. movie trailers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but um, the point being is, yeah, Suicide Squad technically was not a hit either. So you know, and then to top it off, so at that point it's you know, Bat Batman versus Superman's a mess. You already have in the can, Suicide Squad. That was a mess. And, and you already filmed Wonder Woman. The first Wonder Woman was in the can already. But at least it seemed like that was sort of working. And Justice League had just gotten done finished shooting right as Batman vs. Superman went into theaters. Mm-hmm. So really in reality... You were already four movies in, and yeah, I think they were freaked out. I think that they wanted they they freak they panicked they no. panicked about Justice League, and 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 it's easy to sit there and throw Jeff Johns and Joss Whedon and Pierre Berg under the bus for all his stuff, and and but at the same time that doesn't excuse if Joss Whedon stuffed up. No. I mean, it's funny because Joss is, was supposed to do a Batgirl movie for them. And magically, he's like, oh, I don't have any ideas. It's not that he didn't have any ideas. I think he got... I think this this is all still spin out from that, but...
1: Well, the DCU <laughs> was changing on a weekly basis for a while. Yeah, Post it still Justice is. Yeah. Well, it
3: became a revolving door. Yeah. Well, and then Aquaman
1: is. did really well, so then there was yeah. still potential to to salvage some uh, pick-and-choose well, out of the DCEU. And DCU. that's the part I
0: laugh about, because those are all... The, the, the next couple projects are all projects that were under jeff johns
2: yeah.
0: see the irony to me is jeff johns got canned after justice league and the irony is justice league jeff johns is trying to, to repair justice league but he really in reality the first projects that jeff johns was work was working on that were just plain hit projects that he could work on did well which were aquaman and shazam and and probably the Wonder Woman movie, so there you go. No. No. I mean, you go. I, I just
1: well, we've we've talked we've discussed in at length about how DC is you know getting their shit together, and I well, and I this love, news I... about Joss Whedon and the whole uh, the whole you know the comic it's, book uh, industry, whatever. It's not it's not voting well. For and, DC. and you
0: know what the amazing part amazing part is. And, and it's it's something that I thought I really did. I, I got to tell you, I don't know. I don't know who Zack Snyder has for a publicist, but he's got to be the greatest publicist on the planet Earth. <laughs> right. Because it's like, OK, not only did you get this movie, this this thing back into 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 life. We're still talking. It's like, okay, now that that's happened, they're still talking about it. And they're talking about it on a regular basis. Now, I don't know how much of it is because there's nothing else out there at the moment. Okay. Well, now you can let you talk if-
1: about it because it's happening.
0: Right. But, but, but I mean, it, it just, it, it, it never stops not being talked about. And I just feel like it's like, okay, you got what you wanted. Does that mean we're going to calm down? No, we're going to keep getting this stuff until this damn thing's released. And it's like,
3: Okay. little whisper campaign. You know, you keep it continually keep it out there, it's just gonna keep going.
0: Well, and that seems to be like I said, whoever he's working with for a publicist gotta be one of the greatest publicists of all time. Because I swear, it's like ever it's ever it's on every freaking comic book thing. Every yeah. other thing is about freaking Justice yeah. League, Justice League this, Justice oh. League that Justice League, Justice League. Yeah. It's like this this isn't coming out for almost a year.
3: I, I think the best is, it, is uh, the comment. It goes back. It goes back to a. It goes back to a, a, a story I know. Um, about once one one okay just just you know two minute miracle. Uh, it all goes back to a producer that you know lived in the um late 1950s you know and okay Elvis is gone, and the teen idol, starts to become a thing. All right. And he's got all the success with this teen idol. The guy's a fucking bastard, but he's got a knack for teen idols, okay? And so here it is. Y- you know, he's got something that he needs to do to keep this momentum going, so he invests in a new guy. But the new guy doesn't sing very well. He looks great, takes a great picture, you know? And everything, but he can't sing worth a damn. But he starts a whisper campaign. He starts posting pictures all over the walls. He's doing handbills. He's getting things put out in the magazines. You don't know shit about this guy. You know, only, only what this guy is saying about this particular artist. And guess what? It worked. Well, it worked in a day. Well, and it still works, believe it or not. it still I mean, sort of works. Well, it, it sort of works in a way. I mean, now with 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 the uh, with with the technology and everything else we got now, but the strategy still works. People yeah. are curious about what wow. is going on there. People want to know the person sitting there talking out of his ass. But then you think, oh, he's talking out of his ass. But wait a minute. What is about this that he's so passionate about? Well, what is the other
0: thing is,
3: you know, the other
0: thing is, you have a, you have a, in the last few years, there has been kind of a perpetuation of geek, with the perpetuation of geek culture, there's been the perpetuation of geek news. And it has grown. To where there's there's a market and there's an appetite, and the problem right. with the growth and the appetite is that doesn't necessarily mean there's a lot to talk about. Sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't, and so the problem becomes on the times when there isn't, you gotta make things, you gotta make things. you gotta make, make, you make, you gotta make. make things. clickbait. Gotta, <laughs> That's right.
1: how we get clickbait. Right, right.
0: exactly. Right, Fishing.
1: Because this actor said in an interview that he'd love to be in this part, in this film. Right. So now they say, oh, there's talks. Like, no, they're not. No, there's no talks. Somebody's... They baited you. you. My My favorite is... They baited you, those jerks.
0: They baited you into believing that there is a thing. My two favorites are... This actor says they'd love to play X character. That's one. Doesn't mean that they're playing it. Just this person's interested they're in
3: talking it. Talking about it. a
0: okay. Right. It's not like it's happening. It's just this person said it. It's yeah. not that it's coming from any place. But this person happened to say that they wanted to play this character. Okay. Whatever. Fuck. Who cares? The other one is, and this happened a lot when there was all the hullabaloo with Avengers Endgame. and and some of them are still doing it. These people who who these articles where they put out about fan theories.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's I like... like, like yep, yeah. I remember seeing a lot of those when Endgame.
0: Oh, they up. still... And, and they still happen they now. Still. And it's like It's like, this is not... This is not news. This is beyond not news. This is like... We have a fan... I mean, sometimes my is favorite is a story is where it's like... Man. Yeah,
1: your fan theory is not a news article.
0: Well, all no, my favorite is when they have an article it's where it's like... Okay, this is supposed to be an article and you go you start to read it and you like eighty percent of it is shit you already knew and mm-hmm. there's like twenty percent that's new and none of it is really worth a damn and you spent yeah. time reading it and you're like why it, 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 welcome to pretty much most of what you get on in
1: clickbaity in geek news. news. Yes.
0: Yeah. Welcome welcome to click cookie- geek good Geek news.
3: But it's, welcome it's, welcome it's, to the go- welcome to the gossip mill. And the worst part is it'd be better
0: if they called it the gossip mill. Or but they don't, no, it or looks they, like a legit they, article. Yeah, I remember
1: like yeah,
0: <laughs> I remember. Or, or if, it was a good if it was a column or opinion piece or something like that. They don't say they don't, that.
3: No, they don't. They 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 write on the coattails of Oh my gosh, he said it so it must be true.
1: Well, it's not about oh, just that. Right. It's just somebody writing the make it look like a legit article when it's just conjecture.
3: Exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not
0: even legit.
3: Yeah. That's right. It's 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 what we Puerto Ricans call bochinche. It's gossip. You know, it's yeah. just nothing more than unsubstantiated, you know, talks about all about nothing. It's all, all ado about nothing.
0: Well, and that's what happens when you have. When you, in fairness, that's what happens when you create interest in something, and there's like, like I'll give you another example, and, and which is, you know, pro wrestling's like that too at times, except you don't get the fan theory thing. But pro wrestling's yeah. kind of like that too because there's enough sites that people are interested in pro wrestling that mm-hmm. there's there's only so much news because there's really that not, not that much there's not that many companies anymore. And there's not that much going on. Right. Um, So the truth is, there ain't that much news to talk about. Every so often, there's some news. The truth is, there really ain't that much. And so as a result, to me, I kind of laugh because it's like, yeah, a lot of shit ain't news. Um, And there's not much to this. So I don't know what you're talking about.
3: Why are you even post something? Yeah, we're looking at you. We got this covered. Right. Yeah. So you like, you're like, yeah. So why even, why even, you know, do that? You know. Oh, we got, we got this covered. It's got to be one of the worst. That, is. that, that one
0: and cosmic news. Anything cosmic news? I'm like, whew, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's bullshit too.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, do we have any other uh, news we want to discuss before we get out of here? Yeah,
0: I, I did want to get to the part where which one of the one of the Russo brothers had a great comment about all this justice. The League Snyder stuff, Cut that was yeah. great. The Snyder Cut, that was great. About Well, you know, we just make our movies and we do it right the first time pretty much.
2: It's like...
0: (laughs) That's pretty much... Yeah, you notice there
1: isn't a director's cut of any of the MCU films.
0: Yeah, that's what he said. (laughs) That was great. Throwing a little bit of salt. Oh, I thank you. That's what I'm talking about. Would you have to have a director's cut for every guy damn freaking dc movie that's that it's like they did right
1: like like if
3: that's That's the big shit shit.
1: yeah like if like the law if it was like the lord of the rings like where like we had like an an extra three hour extended cut yeah
0: Yeah. because that's what we need another three hours of lord of the rings Hmm. Three more hours where they're walking towards a mountain to drop a fucking ring. Oh,
3: there, there, there you go. Yeah, I want to sit through a, <laughs> a, a, a four part twelve hour uh, event. Yeah, no. <laughs> no yeah, I guess that's too
1: bad that, that the second. You know, I like the first Hobbit film, but the other two, I just, I lost. You know, I, I I, you know, I,
0: yeah. I, I didn't like the Hobbit when I was a kid.
1: You don't uh, like I, the Hobbit now?
0: Yeah, I, I was like, no, I'm not nearly as interested.
1: Yeah, I have, I have the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I didn't buy the Blu-ray or the new discs or anything like that. I have the extended cuts of the, the Lord of the Rings, but I, yeah, after the first, I just like the first part of the Hobbit movies, the first Hobbit film. The yes. other two, I don't care for. So um, extended cuts. What movie would you like to see an extended cut of, Evan? What movie would I like to see an extended cut on? What movie, yeah. What movie you really liked, you think you'd like to see, like, a longer version of
3: Uh, let's see that that's wow. That's, 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 a, that's kind of a, that's kind of a big question because there's so many things I would like to see more of. Okay. So on the immediate, um, I would, I would, you know what, Uh, if they could go ahead and give me an extended star Wars movie what I could I could go for? Ivan, we got stuff. three
1: new Star Wars films, five new Star Wars films after Disney's. I,
3: I know you got five more. But I
1: mean, like, okay. ex- what movie though?
3: The first one,
1: Episode the One, The Phantom Menace.
3: No, no, he needs <laughs> Episode four. I know. No, I'm mean, talking about the very first Star Wars movie. I know. Um, Ivan,
1: I just recently drove past the Benihana where we lost that bet. I lost a bet. I made a bet with Ivan years ago that uh, The Phantom Menace would gross a billion dollars at the box office. <laughs> oh. Because I was like, this was <laughs> summer '99. I'm oh. like, the hype is there. This movie's going to make a ton of money.
3: And so, I said, nope.
1: And so, yeah, so I had to buy it. You had to buy me
3: buy, <laughs> buy me dinner. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so you want to see an extended cut of the first Star I would like
3: Wars? To see, I would like to see, you know, without all the added bullshit that they put in the later films, I just want to see a longer version of the first Star Wars movie. You know, just, you know, a little bit more of that. An extra hour you know? of Uncle Owen and
1: Aunt Peru drinking blue milk.
3: Well, I don't know about that, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you know... I'm gonna say yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing an extra hour of that. I or, hear you?
1: Yeah, I like, like to see. You know, I would like to Luke see. I would like it.
3: to see an extra. I would like to see. I would like to see an extra hour of the Wrath of Khan.
1: Mm.
0: Mm.
1: I don't know. That, I, that movie goes movie is... long at
0: times.
1: No, it's not. You what? What are you what? What? Are you crazy? I bored. You got I bored to... at Wrath of Khan?
0: In the early parts of it, I do. Well, it's just they. Yeah, they reused some
1: footage
3: from the from the motion picture because oh, well, yeah, but they take, did the film on a budget take, right but but take all of that out all of the reuse stuff let's go ahead and just say hey let's 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 see what the director's cut would have looked like maybe without all of those
1: i know there are re- fan cuts with new cg of the starship battles you know like in the nebula at the end like with a reliant
3: the enterprise right i mean that would be cool Hmm? I think that would be cool.
1: Yeah, Jeff, what movie you would want to see an extended cut of?
0: Boy, that's a good question. Um, hmm. Stripperella. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You know, it's really funny <laughs> you say that. Excelsior. I was really tempted to, like, go that route, but I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go that route. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna stoop that low. I'm not gonna. Okay, be well,
3: but I did though, so that's me.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm, uh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I.
1: Uh, yeah, you leave Stan Lee alone. Come on. Okay, no, I, this respect, know, I love disrespect Stanley.
0: Maybe, Lee. um. I'll go a different route with this. You know, an extended kind of midnight run would be interesting.
3: Yeah. Oh, that was a good. film. Would. That would be good.
1: I could see that.
0: An extended it's one of Charles Groden's best
1: movie. performances.
0: I think I it's Charles Groton's only good performance.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after you've done enough uh after you've done enough uh Muppet movies, yeah, you only have to <laughs> Beethoven movies. John,
0: yeah, and <laughs> Curtis, he made a lot of money on those Beethoven movies. Yeah man. Well, you got a lot
1: of miles.
3: <laughs> I mean, did I there were a like, lot of um...
2: them. Yeah,
1: there were. Yeah, there were nine of
3: them. There were a bull of those. Like I said, there were nine of them. Nine. Yeah, wow. was there really nine? I Can't believe nine. Josh.
1: He was in all four, all nine of those. I don't <laughs>
3: think he, he was.
0: Might have been.
3: I don't know. He might, he might have been. He might have been. I got a, I got a feeling he was.
0: It's like, uh, what, what's his name? Um, Eugene Levy is in like practically pretty much all of even the bad American pie movies. Yeah. All like, he's even like the director, like yeah. vi- even like to oh. the director video once he's on some of them. It's mm. like,
1: it's like, hey, I'll
3: take, it's like, check, please.
1: Yeah. Poor guy's <laughs> got to make his, you know, make rent. And... You
3: know? You know, well, hey man, yeah, but, but at least, but at least, but at least, given the fact that he ended up on Schitt's Creek, I think I think kind of brought him back a little bit. <laughs> I, think I it been- Yeah, but still, it's like, it's like, hey, we got
0: another <laughs> American Pie movie. Okay, give, give me my check. All right, okay, here we go. <laughs> I, mean, you know, I guess. I mean, it's not. It's, I can't blame him for that. I mean, if you could still get check money for that. It's like yeah,
3: if you, hey, you still make hey, you still making your your dough to go? Why not, right?
0: It's like back when um, Samuel L. Jackson hadn't done like all the Marvels movies yet. He was talking about being in being in the Star Wars movies. He's like, well, now I know like layer in life. I could be like a hundred years old. though we'll be on stage and be like, may the force be with you. Now, where's my damn check? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's what he didn't, realize, what where... he didn't realize was now he can make even more money because he's Nick Fury and he's Mace Window. So really in reality it's roll my <laughs> roll me out there. Give me my chat. Me yeah, poor out.
1: Mace Windu uh, went
3: you know, out the you window. Know anybody that could go ahead making uh, Snakes on a plane I heard you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> justified somehow. <laughs> so truth so okay.
0: I, I gotta be honest, I don't like I never liked like, Mace Window. I I windu. I, I am not a fan. I don't like the character. I've never liked the character. And the best moment in the history of Star Wars is the moment where he goes out the window. And and I will admit that I was the person in the movie theater that everybody was looking for in the back. That when I went to see ben it, that day, when... I I cheered and yelled, "Yes, Mace, die, you bastard, die!" <laughs> <laughs> and I did it loudly and I was happy.
1: So would you see uh you obviously like an an extended cut of episode 3?
0: If if it shows what he bludgeons himself to a to
1: Have a, you read a, like what like the fan theories about what happened to Mace Windu's body after he got thrown out the window?
0: No. No. Have you heard about the fact that he thinks that he should be able to come back to life? Well, if I'm Darth, like, Darth Hell, Maul no. can come back, uh <laughs> Like no, no, you're gonna come back. You're dead. Shut up. Go no away. <laughs> Mister, <laughs> Mister, Mister, everybody's got either a red or a blue or Mister, everybody's got a re- either a red, a blue or, or a green lightsaber. No, no, I gotta be cool. You gotta give me a purple one because I said so.
3: Right, Dick. Nah, nah. <laughs>
0: Not so much. They're acting like you're like some sort of Jedi, cool badass. Shut up.
3: <laughs> Go home. <laughs> <laughs> trying to over,
0: try to, uh, try, well,
3: trying to t- trying to to like like. are trying to muscle
0: like this way. <laughs> trying to overshadow like Ben Kenobi and like Yoda.
3: What the hell?
1: Let's see, well, my <laughs> you don't choice do for an, my choice for an extended cut would be Star Trek Generations. Um,
0: good. that's a good that's
1: a good call. That one seemed like it, it was a little um rushed at some places. Would like a little few more scenes fleshed out, maybe like an extra 20 to 30 minutes. Of like especially like stuff going on on the Enterprise B or before Kirk and Scotty and Chekhov, you know,
0: uh enter I don't, I don't gone on on I never understood why they tried to like make Jean-Luc Picard into like Mr. like I fight and I can get into a fight and Well win because a fight it was the do, like, action the hero. Was
1: Kirk's role in like Star Trek 5 and 6 even to do crazy action stuff and they wanted to do that. I
0: understand. But then first, isn't that what, for
1: first contact?
0: Isn't that like Isn't that what you have Riker and Worf for and Data? to do that kind of stuff?
1: But he's the captain. He should be the hero. So he uh, should do the heroic stuff.
0: Well, does he? But he got his he ass handed
1: stuff? to him, which he wise needed Kirk's help to fight Saren in Generations. But in yeah, but he gets contact. his ass
0: handed to him in like every fight because he's no. not a fighter.
1: Well, no, he's not. He's a diplomat, and he's a uh, right. Uh, you know, he tries to find the peaceful route. You know, so he's, well, no, the part
0: to... about. The part by the that way, was
1: Happy 80th cool birthday to uh, Patrick Stewart.
0: Oh, is it really? Wow. Yeah,
1: he's 80 today, and uh, today uh, uh, Harrison Ford is 78.
0: Okay. What, what else? Oh, uh, there's a new bat. There's a new Bat woman, right? And she's she's ever she's not only is she black, she's lesbian. So there you go. Um. Okay. And well, I okay. and they, they, I, I'm curious to see how this is all going to work because she's not going to be the original character so I don't know what they're doing and where they're coming from and
3: what they're planning they, they, on. But. Okay, so you think it's going to end up being like another treatment of what they did to the Joker? Is it going to be like a standalone thing? Or is it actually going to be connected to something?
1: Well, every piece wow. of DC uh, content is all part of the multiverse. I mean, we know this.
0: Right. Well, and the problem is, is that I, I get the impression that they're keeping most of the rest of the cast and everything from the CW show. It's just they're putting supposedly somehow she becomes the new Batwoman. A new character. And is, then Ruby, yeah, this and, is right. New now, ground we breaking. I've, in fairness, I've seen the actress before. Uh, she was in God in Me. I liked her in that. I think she's a talented actress. I just think that this is just this is just a mess. I think they should have kept. I hope
1: I hope she can uh, be successful in the role. And I, from what I saw, I liked Ruby Rose. Yeah,
0: there's there's talk on both sides about who, what the what the story is with that. Just like I'm curious because it's like, okay, so what happened? It's like, and now they're like, well, that will be the mystery about what happened to Ruby Rose and why. It's like, great. Does that mean you're bringing her back at some point for a cameo, or what does that mean? Um, Will there be
1: a passing of the torch? Or just going to be like the second Darren and Bewitched?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you know... We're going to know
3: the difference. We're going to know the difference.
1: Well, yeah, so the know, that's, difference. Well, that's,
3: no, that's what I'm saying. That... Everybody's going to know the difference, but yeah. everybody's hoping... <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll be smooth when it isn't. Yeah.
0: Well, here's the other thing that doesn't make any sense to me, okay? Which is... Which is... Okay, at least Kate Kane was related to Bruce Wayne, okay, now the person who's Batwoman isn't related to Bruce Wayne, and one of the questions that's always been there is what happened to Bruce Wayne, and where is he? But will it even fucking matter anymore? I don't know. I don't know based on, based on the fact that you're changing characters entirely... I mean, I mean, I guess it could be amusing where he walks into the cave and goes, who the fuck is this?
2: Hmm.
0: I don't even know who the hell this is and why the hell are they, how did they get here and what happened? Um, I don't know. It's too bad because they oh, I'm sorry. That, that's the other thing. Apparently HBO Max is going to be doing a, Bat, a Gotham PD show based on the Batman movie that's coming out with Patterson. Okay. And that's
1: not coming out until October of next year.
0: Right. So apparently they're working on they apparently they think it, it's it's gonna be to me I kinda laugh because didn't they just do that with Gotham? So now they're gonna do it again just with this Batman show.
1: Maybe if they do it like a like a year one kind of story, maybe would be Yeah, cool. except
0: they're not gonna have Batman in it. Yeah. So I don't I don't uh. know where I mean we just got through this, which is the whole, I and this is a part I laughed about was okay. You have a Gotham show, and here's the good news. And here's the thing: you don't have Batman. This is all supposed to be Gotham before Batman. And the and I well, kinda, and, 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 and all they did was kept bringing in Batman villains, and that didn't make any sense. They hadn't been around yet. And oh, by the way, they kept like basically bringing in the Bruce Wayne character to like where it's like Bruce Wayne who's like not even like twelve is like. A hero already. It's like, what the fuck?
3: Mm. Dumb. Um, Makes no sense to me. Yeah. But, okay, uh, so
1: we have anything else, or are we we get ready to Star wrap Girl? up? Star
3: Girl. Well, I, 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 I need. Mean...
1: Oh yeah, oh. that we. Um, I'm. Yeah, I got caught up on Star Girl this uh, this last weekend, mm-hmm. so yeah. I missed part two. So we're in part two of, uh, of Shiv. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm digging it. I like it. I like the whole angle with, uh, uh, with now, the the school bully is now obviously uh, direct relation to the Dragon King. So yeah,
0: is that who that is? Is that, is that yeah. the Dragon King, or is yeah. that
1: the ISA? Yeah, the, is that Cole, the dude in the hood? Or, yeah, he's the Dragon King.
0: Yeah, they, it, it's supposed to be Ito, but it's weird because I thought. I didn't think Ito looked like that, and I thought they they were trying to go for that whole cobra, what is it, the serpent squadron guy, the oh, cobra guy. Yeah, the, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's weird. It's because I think. Well, he has the like dragon across the front
1: of his mask.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Anyway, yeah, I'm digging yeah. it, uh, and I'm, it's cool that uh, she knows uh, Courtney as yeah. Stargirl. I'm like, oh, that was like, like, does she, does she not? And I'm like, oh crap.
3: But yeah, well, she does. She only your hairdresser. Right, knows.
2: No, right. <laughs> well, only your
3: hairdresser knows.
2: here's yeah. <laughs> the, hair's, the, only hair's the, the dead giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the
0: hairdresser knows. They talk about it
3: in the they they talk about. Well, they talk about it in hair the and Now yeah. the that the jilted
1: bitch. boyfriend, and now he's got brainwaves powers, and so now yeah. we'll see what happens next week if uh, he can learn to control them. If he's going to be a good guy or a bad guy, probably not good guy, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. I, well,
0: uh, it's weird because at one point in the comics, he is for a little while a good guy, and then he ends up, he kind of yeah. flips at one point, so yeah. we'll see.
1: Yeah, um, but being Wildcat's ex- boyfriend, that's going to make some, yeah, make yeah, interesting sure. for next week, so we'll talk about that next week, but yeah, Stargirl, I'm digging it.
0: The only other thing I got is, um, a, and DC Comics announced this this week, a, a pair, this past week, uh, 40th anniversary of New Titans number one. Okay. Was, did you own a copy passion. of that? I did. Hmm. I did. Before everything was gone, yeah. before I, I got rid of everything, I had the first five issues. I at least had five. That was my biggest collection, was my Titans collection. I didn't have everything.
3: But I had
0: a lot of it, and, and you know, I mean, truth be told, beyond the book, if you look at where the scope of things are today in terms of what is going on with some of DC Comics and some of the characters, I mean, just like we just talked about Justice League, we talked about Cyborg. Cyborg was, 40, was founded 40 years ago. He's part of the Titans. Um, Starfire, who's a huge character, you know, again, this was that group, yeah. Um, you know, right. be, you know, um, you know the, the the changes that Dick that took place with Dick Grayson, with him becoming Nightwing. You know that happened here. Um, you know, Deathstroke has become a huge. You know, Death, Slade Wilson, Deathstroke has become a huge character for them. Again, started here. You know, I, 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 I there's. You know, and, and that's not even talking about the things like the artwork and and the writing and just how amazing of a book it was for its time frame. It, it's it set the pace, you know, at a time when everybody when, you know, when everybody was talking about the X-Men, the other book you were talking about was this team was this new Titans book. And and it, it, it really was that book. Um, and, and for D.C. for a long time. This was the book. I mean it was the number one book in that that they were selling. Not Batman.
1: Yeah. You know, but but we have we have Stan Lee to thank for that because he was the first one. He was the he was the the trendsetter for having a teenager as a hero, his own superhero, not just a sidekick. They were heroes in their own right. The the young people who could relate to the the heroes in the comic books.
0: Well, and it's funny because real in reality, love, Marv Wolfman had been with Marv Wolfman had been with Marvel, and I don't remember all the details as to why. Even to this day, Marv Wolfman and Marvel are not. He's Coffee. never worked for Marvel again, and I know it has to do with money, and it has to do with, with rights and royalties and stuff like that. But he, you know, he walked basically across the street to DC, and the first project, one of the first projects he did he sat down with George Perez who's, God. George Perez is truly, you know, people talk about, okay, if you wanted to sit there and talk about comic book legends and, and, and who is one of the, if you had to sit there and say top five comic book artists of all time, uh, George Perez better be in your top five. He, he just better be. Uh, and for some people, he's number one for me, he's number one, you know, and, and without this book, George the, here, here's how important this is this book is the reason why we see the Wonder Woman that we see today even that Gail Godot does because all of that eventually got developed by George Perez when he took over the Wonder Woman book in the late 80s and again all that starts all that starts because of Titan, this new Titans number one book from 40 years ago and there you go and and I, I just seriously um, even today it's it's sad because the Titans book now is not nearly what it was back in the day and then they've tried to make that book what they what it used to be and I don't know what it is they just don't do a very good job with it and they can't seem to figure it out but it, it, it used to be the book when it came to uh, when it came to DC Comics. Uh, maybe one day it will be again. Maybe they'll figure it out at some point.
3: One can, only, one can only hope. But I don't
0: know. Was there any I don't know I don't remember if there's anything else news. Uh, I can...
1: I just have one more thing that over the weekend they dropped the trailer for the Star Trek Lower Decks animated series.
3: Right. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah, it's, get, you know, it's Rick
1: and Morty in space. And okay. I'm watching it. I'll watch it. I mean, uh, I saw, I
3: saw, I saw the rushes on it, and
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Hopefully, it'll be good. I'll watch it because well, it's Star Trek.
3: Yeah, but you know, I just, just, it, it just goes back to my argument before that. Seems like that style of animation is now showing up everywhere. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that's. It's not
0: that's, even that. It's just like. What's, it's funny. If I was having this conversation with with, a, with John Suntris, who's a huge Star Trek fan, and does the Word Bowling podcast. And like he said to me, and I don't know if you're, I t- I love your take on this, Mike. It's like they don't know how to make Star Trek anymore.
1: Yeah, like like Picard was became like, you know, what was it? A friend of mine said it was like, oh, it's just Picard and the space Pirates. Like, huh. like Star Trek in a traditional sense, they. Know so they, they, of course, it all started with Orky and Kurtzman, where they made the Abrams trek, and then they made it into Star Wars pretty much more action oriented. And then uh-huh. when it was gone for a while, and then it came back in the form of Discovery and Picard. Now, Discovery has found its way in season two. I really liked season two of Discovery, and now if we're getting a Pike show of the Enterprise, like before Kirk. I'm all in on that. That is, I'm excited for that. But for this show, it's just like it's, it's Star Trek. It's in the Star Trek universe, but it's not the Star Trek I know and not the Star Trek I want, but I'm still going to watch it.
3: See, to me, well, it's interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a new slant on the whole Star Trek idea. Maybe they're just trying to reinvent it for newer yes. audiences, maybe? They're trying to,
0: but they're not doing a very good job of it.
3: Okay, see, so, I mean, some things you can reinvent and and bring the throngs along, but, okay, two things, two things, okay? Okay, from the original till now, and so many different variations and configurations, okay? And now, you know, that's the one thing, okay? So, a lot of people and a lot of stories have come since the beginning of Star Trek, okay? And not not any one person has followed that fluidly from start to finish. So, it comes down to this. Uh, continuity, what part of Star Trek are they trying to go for? Well, it's, it's in the viewing, but here's my second point, okay? And that is just the animated style is just too familiar, too much. Just There's just too much of this type of animation going around, and it's just, like, more of the well, same. Like, I can
1: learn to funny. get past the animation style, but it's the comedy style that we've seen before. It's this, you know, now I want to say sophomoric, and it's the same problem I had with the Harley Quinn series. Yeah. It's, it's irreverent, uh, quick for laughs, and almost, like, dark humor to the point. You to Where like, well. you'll see, like, people getting mangled. It's like, there's a, sh- a trailer. They they show that one of these new crewmates is going to be one of the main characters. of the Show, she steps into sickbay and she's like, "Here, hold this." And it's a it's a dude's like organs. That's like you know, and the dude's on the bile bed, you know, like hanging on for life, and she has to hold his organs in his hands. Like that's that's the kind of comedy we're going for. I'm like, oh, boy.
3: well, we're going for the whole we're we're going for the gross factor, you know, which of course, again, you know, going to the lowest common denominator as well as just to the children, younger demographic, who, you know, here's a way we could go ahead and spoon-feed Star Trek to the kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. The thing is is that there's people making the argument that the Orville got it right as far as finding the vibe, finding the mood for Star Star Trek. I'm sure it has more comedic value to it. It's more comedy-based. But there's still some serious stuff, some real moral issues that are going on in the Orville show that's catching that whole vibe of ne- ne- like next generation.
0: Right. Well, to me, here's the interesting part. As somebody who's not really, a, who's not really a Trek person, but you know, in the nineties, I did enjoy a lot. Of, I did enjoy quite a bit of what was being done. I, 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 enjoyed next generation. I enjoyed deep space nine. Um, I was iffy on Voyager. I really didn't watch enterprise, but, but, you get the idea. And Mm -hmm. to me, what's really interesting to me is, yeah, I, I enjoyed Picard for, because it was a continuation of that universe.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and, and to me, one of the things that, that's been interesting is when I did, when they went to do all this reboot stuff, okay, they rebooted the characters, they rebooted Kirk and all that stuff. And that, and that's fine. But to me, I kind of laugh because, there's an entire generation of, of of trek fans who it's like, yeah, my captain of the enterprise isn't isn't Shat, isn't isn't Shatner. It's right. Stewart. it's Stuart and and so to me it's like, okay, I'd like to see that story moved those stories and that timeline move forward. And they're more interested in moving backward and telling stories from like before Kirk. And I'm like, I don't I'm, care about any at it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm not interested in that stuff. Oh, I am down. I'm down. I'm, I'm I want. I know you show. are. Yeah. I know you are. Yeah. I'm not. Okay. I'd rather see. I'd rather see what's going on now. Yeah. You know what's happening wanna, in the you, world. Well, you want. You want to see it. At,
3: yeah. yeah.
0: I want to see what's going on in technical... And that was the one interesting part about Picard, was we got to see what the Federation and what the Star the Star Trek world sort of looks yeah, like.
1: Yeah, like in the aftermath of the Dominion War and the, the, right, the and destruction all of the Romulan homeworld and right the displacement of the Romulan people.
0: Right, and all that... And it's funny, I have people, friends of mine who are like, well, you know, Jeff, that's in books. Okay, that's great. I don't have time to read all the books. I watch. I want to watch the shows. Give me a TV show that uh, that talks about that stuff, yeah. and I'm in. And they're not interested in making that show except for Picard. And Picard, and the only reason they made that show was because Patrick Stewart's a huge star, and Patrick Stewart was willing to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made any shows about that time frame. It still wouldn't be making shows about the, th- about the future or anything like that, about that stuff. I, I, I mean, to me, that's, that's the part where, and I don't know, maybe I'm in the minority of, of, of Gen X fans, but to me, yeah, I'm not interested in, in going back to the past again. Um, I feel like we've done all these things already, Let's let's move forward. But that's just me.
1: Yeah. Fair enough.
3: Fair enough.
0: No, uh, maybe maybe I'll feel differently. Maybe the Pike thing will be good, but so far all this stuff where they go backward has been shit.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> well, because nobody knows how to go back. You didn't like you, really you didn't like season different.
1: one of Discovery. Did you watch any Discovery?
0: I watched the first four episodes.
1: You watched the first okay. You couldn't get first. I
0: watched the first four. Okay, and after the first four, I couldn't do it. And I still have I still have access to CBS All Access for a little bit longer, so in theory I could be watching them. Yeah. I've chosen not to. I'll
1: have to re-up when Lower Dex comes. I'll buy a month, and we'll see how Lower Dex is. But... So, okay. Well, I guess uh, that'll do for this week. We're a little long here.
0: Yeah, we're, yeah we we're at long Someone we
1: started a little late. Man. Man.
0: <laughs> yeah, someone's busy with his 5,000-plus records.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's Im- immersed in his hobby, so it's all good. You
0: know, I, the only thing I can say to that is, Here's what I picture Ivan's apartment. is like, remember, I don't know if either one of you remember, there used to be a comic store in Chicago called Larry's comics. Okay.
1: Nope. Never been there.
0: And, and you could go into Larry's comics and, you know, everybody talks about board and bag and all that kind of crap. Okay. And that's not there. Yeah. Larry kind of had those. Larry also had where like, literally there were stacks of shit, like piled high. And you, never, and you never knew what could be one of those stacks. You never knew.
1: So you had to just uh, start digging.
0: So, you know, you, you, and the best is, with, with, that, with that story, like I had a friend of mine tell me a story. This was back in the late, this was back in the, I think the early 90s or the late 80s. Okay. Where he went into this, he went into Larry's and there is like a leaf, uh, a leaflet copy of one of of like the one of like all the issues that like where Jason and Todd get killed. And to, to find those was like impossible. And Larry's got them. And they're in a stack. They just happened to be in a stack. And they have been there for a couple and apparently they had been there for a couple of years. And they were clearly like first editions. Okay. And the guy's like and Larry's like and he says to the guy, Larry, he goes, How much for them? And he was like, Oh yeah, cover price. Nice. I mean, I I just imagine Ivan's Ivan's apartment to be like stacks of of like these records, and it's like, oh yeah, here's a record that's worth probably a few a few hundred bucks. Yeah, it's here.
3: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but you know, and and uh, but but the thing about it is, is that yeah, you, you, I had the good fortune of running across these things. I mean, it's also in the knowledge of it. I mean, you. You know your stuff, Jeff. You know your stuff, Mike. Like, I know my stuff. And you know what it is. And you know that there are people out there that have given the opportunity to see it for themselves within your collections. I mean, would you? I mean, if they really wanted it that badly, if they really wanted it that much, what would you do?
1: Huh? What do you mean, what would I do? I'd be like, oh, like, oh coal If I can get it for a good price, sure.
3: All right. now now they now they say look I've been looking for this for a long time and 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 okay I'll pay you whatever you want me to pay for it could you in good conscience you know scalp that person scalp yeah scalp I
0: mean if it's a good price it's not scalping
3: no I mean if you give them a good price but you know you got a lot of people out there that they're despicable and they'll they'll, they'll, they'll take a they'll, they'll take a person right over the hump. But that's would that be in your character? I
0: don't understand what you're. Do you understand, asking, this Mike?
3: Or okay, okay. Let me let me put it this way. If I came up to you, Jeff, and I said, uh-huh. and I said, okay, you have a Chewbacca
2: uh-huh. on the
3: card, on the card, mint sealed, untouched, and it's a color variant. Uh-huh. And, oh, I, what? <laughs> Purple. What? Purple. Okay, well, for a full variant, that they all, wookie. It was a pooper wookie, which basically was a factory error.
2: Okay. And like
3: maybe 10 of them caught out there. And you just, by happenstance, just it fell in your land. Uh-huh. And, and of course, you got a guy who comes in and says, okay, I'm that guy. Hey, hey Jeff, you know, uh, I'm really looking for the elusive purple wookie. You wouldn't mm-hmm. have happened to know anybody who has the elusive purple wookie, And then you just go ahead and say, Well, I got the elusive purple Wookiee.
0: Yeah, right here in my pants. Hello. Hi, yo. here all week. You just set me right up for it. I'm like, just, I'm not
2: sitting yeah, like that. I, 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 I know, I know. I
3: did that because I knew you were <laughs> Go there. <laughs> no, but would you oh, would boy. you sell to, would you sell to would you sell to me for face or would you just you know you know try to make money off of me? Oh, we're gonna yeah, make it the depends
0: money. Depends on the. It depends on who it is. I mean, if it's someone who's a friend of mine, I mean, well, that's a, I, see. Here's the problem: Is it a friend of mine who's gonna keep it and then not spend, go out and sell it for like five times the value? Or is it a friend of mine who's gonna who's gonna keep it? They're gonna use it. They're gonna like it. Whatever, because okay. there's a
3: difference. But notice, I, but notice I said me, and of course when I say me, I mean me. Yeah, the person who's looking for it, who's gonna love it, cherish it, and hold on to it forever.
0: Yeah, but that's different. If I'm having it to if I'm if I'm selling it to a friend like that, that's different. But okay. I, I, now in fairness, now in fairness though, Ivan, I will say this: depending on how much that's worth. If that's a if that's a car payment or a house payment or that's that that you, you okay, get the well, idea that okay, I mean you need to feed my
3: family, right? Okay, well, hey. okay. So here we go. Here we go. So this ten ten purple wookies out there that just got out there into the world, and now okay, you go to Evil Bay and somebody's selling it for, let's say six thousand dollars.
0: Okay. If that's, okay. what is, if that's what it's worth.
1: That's the market value.
0: Is that the right market there. value? I don't know. Yeah,
1: that's
3: the market value.
0: Well, okay. For $6,000, that could start. There's a lot of things I could do with $6,000 that would basically okay. change
3: and, my world. I'm will put it this way. And, and if you had told me, you know, Ivan, market value is $6,000. I can, well, let's break even. I would pay you that $6,000. I get it. But if you did if you did that for somebody else, would you charge that person seven thousand dollars for that?
0: Depends.
1: It depends on the individual.
0: It's it's a Yeah, And it depends how much of a dick <laughs> they're yeah, being. That's right.
1: <laughs> okay. Is it Al all from Al's Toy Barn, or is it just some like uh, collector who's a collector's gonna love it?
0: Or is it some schmuck know. who's looking on eBay going, Well, you know, it says on eBay it's six. So really in reality I was thinking I should get it for five hundred and fifty. Because yes. you know I gotta make a profit
3: here. Uh yeah, I get it. No, I get it. Yeah, and believe me, I, I know. I know exactly what you're saying. I do. Okay, yeah. That, that, uh, that guy gets
0: it for eight thousand. No,
3: know, he gets it. He gets it for. He gets, he gets the
1: for, purple wookie right up the ass. This is what he gets. Yeah,
3: he yeah, gets the purple uh, Wookiee. Uh, with without lube. That's right. Without lube. Okay, but yeah, no. See, because okay, because I, I, that bandolier is gonna
1: hurt should. on the way in.
0: Yeah, speaking of looping things up, we should definitely loop things up and get the hell out of here.
3: Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to throw the no, wrench. Into, no, no, hey, hey, hey. It,
0: it happens.
3: So, where can they find us, um, Mike? We're on please. Instagram and Twitter at
1: S O T R T Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You know when you get new content. Of course, all the crazy stos, stories from our extra show, our little bonus thing, bonus content that we provide. Ooh. Like a Almost like a director's cut to our podcast. Uh,
2: yes. as our
1: News of the Squared. Shout out to Scott. Scott! So like, like us on our uh, Squares Table Facebook page. You can uh, listen to our show on the usual podcasting hosting platforms. Uh, Google, Apple, Spotify, App, and uh, Podbean and Anchor. And, of course, cool. uh, send us an email if you like. SOTRTPodcast at gmail.com.
3: So thank you for being with us here at the Squares of the Roundtable. Thanks for joining us, Ivan. That's right. I will definitely be on time next week for sure. (laughs) And uh, you guys all take care. Have a great rest of your week. We'll catch up with you next next time out. Till then, bye-bye-bye-bye-bye.
1: Purple Wookiees.